0: Down. 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 Hello and welcome back to the Full Tank with Phil podcast, the first ever podcast about gambling on NASCAR. And it is 2023, it has finally arrived. We are not talking about a race just yet, almost there, but on tonight's episode, we are going to be getting into one of my favorite topics and got the best guest for it. We're talking silly season and the recap of everything that was to get you prepped for the 2023 season. So I will describe that in just a minute, but wanted to take a second to talk about the show and the schedule for this off season. So obviously it's January. We're still over a month away from the 500. So have a little bit to go, but um, we're going to put this episode out there about silly season to get you prepped. And then I'll have one more preseason episode. At least I'm planning on one more to talk about season win totals. That was a huge topic last year, a, a very good one uh, and something that I really enjoyed doing. So we'll put one of those out probably Maybe early February is the game plan. I'm waiting for more books to come out with uh, some more odds to get in there and have a a better conversation about that. So you can expect another show before the 500. That's for sure. You can find me in other places like the NASCAR betting preview show. We'll be having some uh, preseason shows there as well on Twitter spaces. Um, So give it a look there. Something else that I wanted to mention. Doing something new for this season you might be watching this on YouTube. So I've uh, been told by some friends of the program. Seth from In Between Media is definitely one of those people who's been in my ear. You need to get on YouTube, need to have something out there on a different platform. Um, so if you're listening to this, as always, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, great. We're good to have you back again for another year. But um, you also have the option to give this a look on YouTube. And my game plan and, you know, interested to hear some feedback on this but my game plan would be this season anytime i have a guest on i'd like to have a video element to it and that's what i would post on the full tank with phil podcast youtube channel so that's the thought i would record the typical part of the podcast where i'm just riffing on the the race that was and my picks for the upcoming race and then when i get to the guest that'll be obviously part of the audio podcast but You can find that visually on YouTube as well. So that's my game plan for the 2023 season and how to do things a little bit differently. New things with a a new year comes new ideas. So we're going to give that a shot and uh, hopefully it works out well here. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, please bear with me. I got some growing pains to use this uh, technology here today, but um, otherwise, let's get to it. So we're talking silly season and. I want to bring on someone who is probably, you know, I've met this person a couple of years ago now. And since then, I have learned that he has the love of the Silly Season Chaos just as much as me. Uh, and we're going to bring on Chris from the Flag Hunting Pod. Chris, welcome. Thank you for being my first guest of the new year. How are things going with you in the Flag Hunting Pod? And how's your offseason of NASCAR going?
1: Yeah. so obviously first off thanks for having me on your debut on youtube this is huge this is this is awesome um so big things in store for your podcast which is awesome to see we, we have to adapt right we have to adapt and, and survive in this in this world <laughs> That's right. um but yeah so things are going good um off season i really just kind of took advantage of taking a break you know it's it's nice to when we're in this in the role that we are in during the season we're Constantly on Twitter, running numbers, trying to gather all of the news, you know, put things, content out there, you know, like I know you're recording two nights a week. I'm recording two nights a week sometimes. So taking a month to kind of breathe has been nice. Um, but then also, you know, I think it's good to go back and I'm someone who likes to run the model. So I go, I'll go back and I kind of looked at what I used last year and uh, compared like, hey, what did I run before the race and how did that turn out? when the race was all said and done like is is this actually working um and then obviously just trying to learn how to better that model and how to better the process i think that's that's something you you need to do as a as a capper is just be willing to change and and learn from your betting past and and like chris worm would say you you learn something from every race you take it and you utilize it right so um yeah that's pretty much been my off season um we didn't have much of a an off season for golf necessarily ian had about 2 weeks off um, and then we got right back to it, and uh, we had our first absolute heartbreak of the season last week already. First week of the first term of the year, we had Colin Morikawa on our card, up six strokes on Sunday, and blows it. Um, so if you've ever been to our Twitter page, you've seen Tyler Reddick and Colin Morikawa are like our cover page <laughs> guys. Those are our guys, and uh, so anytime any of them lose, it's it's uh, it hurts to the heart. So. We're 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 mourning right now, but we're good.
0: Well, I'm I'm sorry about that, and and um, that's a horrible way to kick off the new year. That's a right. we need to bounce back quickly. Um, I, I want to give the flag hunting pot a shout out because you had a, a a buffet of people on to do a, a draft in a really fun episode. We got to give that a shout out because yep. that was a lot of fun. We drafted our own teams. Um, and it was a we were able to take a guy lifetime contract one year three year five year we put together a team of four drivers and uh we did that with a a lot of different people that was really fun so i I appreciate having me on for that
1: yeah i appreciate you bringing that up i honestly kind of forgot about that
0: (laughs) and that was a (laughs) lot of fun
1: but yeah that was part of the off season um yeah that was that was a blast and it'll be fun to look at that like for years to come and say like man, we were really bad at this or Hey, maybe we're yeah. really good at it. Who knows?
0: I know it's going to be fun to see who's trying to get you to delete that episode in about three years. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I'm, and I have to say I'm right there with you as far as like, you know, taking a break. Cause in addition to all that, you know, running the numbers, worrying about recording this show, whatever other show, um, you know, I, I know you and I are the same, like we got to work, <laughs> like we have our yeah. real jobs. So yeah. That's what's nice is just kind of like relax in that sense, too. But it is fun. Now that the calendar turned, it is fun to kind of look ahead. News starting to come out. We, we've got some odds here and there sprinkling down in certain books. So um, starting to get that itch a little bit, that's for sure. I, I, I'd be lying if I didn't you know, run a couple of numbers uh, myself, look at some stats this week myself. So, um, yeah, we're getting there. We are getting there. And uh, hopefully you guys can can wipe off that more breakout or uh, excuse me collapse um yeah. before nascar season so you're not looking to to wipe it clean with the daytona pick but um let's talk about why we're here chris silly season it is no longer a season where in the past i think like when we were kind of growing up it was really like towards the end of the season and then like the holiday season was when all these changes went down i don't i can't pinpoint when it really shifted But now it's basically all year. And so because it's all year, I thought it would be a good show, a good way to educate people, because if you're a a gambler or you're just a fan of NASCAR, I think it would be decent to be able to listen to this episode. And we're going to tell you every major change that has happened in all three series going into the 2023 series so you are prepped you're ready to go you're not watching phoenix and saying whoa who's driving that car who's wait what who's who is that uh the the, go- the goal is we've got you covered and uh we're going to start this concept by talking about our top five favorite moves of the silly season so like i said it's not the off season some of these moves happened months and months and months ago um and so we'll call those out and just kind of remind you and this is all meant to to get your feet wet because as an nascar fan it's good to know who's driving what car but as a gambler hopefully we're calling some of these changes out and you're starting to think of the gambling changes that comes with it the way your your mind starts to work is okay how can i make money off of this change what does that mean for me in the gambling space coming up in the 2023 season in the immediate future um so we're going to start by our top five favorite moves and uh it's not a draft per se you know if, if i've got something on my list and and chris calls it out i'll tell you where i had it on my list um and then after that we're going to go through the J-Ski site because if you're not familiar with the J-Ski site and you're a fan of Silly Season, I don't know what you're looking at because J-Ski is the best source for any of this type of stuff. When things happen, they have it immediately. So what we're going to do is just slowly go through starting with the truck series, go through and any changes we're going to call out and uh, we'll we'll talk about it. And I have a way to, to do that uh, which we'll share when we get to that area. And then at the end, we'll start talking about Next year, because silly season for 2024 has already started, and I'm so happy we didn't record this podcast last <laughs> week, Chris, because we've got some big news this week. Um, so we'll talk about our thoughts for 2024 and uh, any you know big swings we have there. So, how does that sound? Any thoughts, questions, concerns on your end, Chris? Anything you want to add?
1: No, honestly, I think the only thing I was going to add to this was. You, you, you talk about how it's not necessarily like a season anymore. Do you remember we actually recorded a slow season episode in like July or August? We like, did.
0: <laughs> yes, we did. You're right. I but mean, there how, was so much change that we needed to just like get it out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's just, that just shows like there really isn't a season anymore. It's, it's all year long. And uh, I mean, how many times, you know, as soon as the news breaks, I feel like one of us is texting each other. That's just, that's just how crazy we are about these, this news. We're craving for like, you know, any new movement. So, uh, yeah obviously here we are and, and hopefully everyone enjoys getting to hear all the new stuff and maybe agreeing or disagreeing with what we see is as, as the most like influential or interesting moves in the nascar three uh, nascar's
0: top three series and so i want to clarify too we're talking about all three series trucks xfinity cup but we are also talking about any type of change so this could be a driver change could be a crew chief change if you hit me with one of those i'd be shocked um but you know manufacturer change that was a a big one big storyline in various areas this year um so really anything and when we say our our top five you know biggest changes or, or favorite this is also subjective it could be something that i like because i like the situation that the driver's in or maybe I like the decision that the team made to put themselves in a different spot. Um, really anything. We're going to explain ourselves uh, as to why we like each move and, and what we're going into the new season with. So just wanted to clarify that. So as we're doing that here, if, if anyone is watching this on YouTube, I'm going to give a visual um, to, to follow along. It's, it's not the, the greatest uh, I'm not a graphic designer. I said that to Chris, but um, in any case, here we go. So, I'm going to leave it to you, Chris, if you want to start off. you want to go from five to one or one to five? I know you said you didn't really rank them, so I'm going to let you choose how you want to go. Your favorite pick first? Yeah, I'm going to go my
1: favorite just because the ones I do have numbered, I do have like my one through three numbered. Um, and I have an idea of what my four and five would be just for the sake of, of saying how I think I would rank them. Um, but, yeah, I think I'd rather start at the top if you're okay with that.
0: I'm fine with it. I I, I think I can predict it, but uh, how about how about well now? You just tell me, tell me what it is and we'll, we'll riff on it.
1: Uh, you probably know it. You probably know it. It's, it's Reddick to 2311 or 23 XI um, to the 45 car to take over for Kurt Bush. Um, so obviously you got a lot of things to unpack here, right? So Tyler Rake in the midst of his breakout year with RCR, you know, he, if, if it wasn't for blown tires, we might be talking, talking about Tyler Reddick winning four or five races last year. Um, and leave it to Denny Hamlin to go out and snag him when, you know, at his potential before his boom, before even a lot of the bigger teams even had a chance to make an offer. Um, I think think this is interesting. Obviously, he's changing manufacturers. He's going over to the Toyota camp. He was one year away from really just being able to, like, pick wherever he wanted and probably was going to have an offer on the table from any team, but yet he chose essentially a lateral move. Right. Which is kind of interesting. Um, And then what's the other angle I want to take here, I guess. So really what I'm, what I'm getting at here is now, now knowing what we know now, right. There are potentially two big seats opening up at two big teams next year. And you can argue maybe even three, but he's betting on himself. To go to Denny Hamlin's team, he sees twenty three eleven as being potentially the next track house. You know, an analytics based team that's going to make that next step. Um, And I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know how I want to approach this, but I know that you and you and Rory, you guys had a little beef with Reddit because you didn't like the way he handled it, right? So here's here's my angle here's my angle on that, right? Because I've been kind of waiting to say this. I I love it. and i love the way he announced it i love the way i love everything about it and you're probably like why that's so disrespectful to rcr but how many times in sports do we see the owners take advantage of these athletes they say like no we want to sign you for work you know like people always talk about when they go to negotiation periods it's it's terrible for their mental health because you're just being torn down the teams are telling you no we can't give you this money because you're injury prone or you're not worth it you don't have the money behind you um so let it be what it is. RCR wasn't willing to give him more than one more year. And we don't know why, but Reddick said, screw you. I know I'm better than one, a one-year contract. I know that I have, I have the potential to go somewhere else. So he put his big points on it and he's going to go out here and improve it. So that's how I feel. And I can see, I can see you disagree, but I, I just, in, in, in mainstream sports, I'm not a fan of owners in any capacity, to be completely honest because they screw players a lot. So I'm just choosing to take the driver's side here and bet on the potential.
0: Good point. I have a rebuttal. Okay. Um, and, and this is not on my list. Um, and, and the other thing, the thing that we talked about, uh, Chris and I, before we started recording was each move has threads attached to it that we could potentially pull and, and go down. And my top move is connected to this. Um, so I'll call it out now and then I'll talk about Redick and then we'll we'll get back to it. But my favorite situation going into 2023, the, the silly season change, is Kyle Busch to the eight car, which is replacing Redick. Um So I want to start by saying I became a fan of Reddick just like you. Um, And and I know you never really know who these guys are, but like through social media, he seems like just an awesome dude. Um, He's got a young family, just great guy. It seems like does things for the sponsors. Even after he announced this uh, change, he was still, you know, all about it. I have no problem with him trying to get his. Um, I will say my rebuttal to. The way that he handled it and like kind of screw the owners type of thing is like, yes, I agree with that in in football, baseball, hockey, basketball, because, you know, you're just a a blip on the radar. But in NASCAR, I think it's a little bit different because he's not just screwing over Richard Childress like those guys on that team, that pit crew and, and the extended team. It's it's about him. They're doing it. They get up in the morning to make Tyler Reddick's life better and for him to kind of just screw those guys over like imagine being the long hauler uh driving that eight car for a, for a lame duck driver across the country the rest of the year like i might be you know kind of hamming it up here with this but i still think there's something to that like man fuck this guy like he he really you know screwed us over here um so that's where now from the business standpoint of it I made this analogy back in August when we did our our Silly Season show, and I'm going to make it again right now. I I draw comparisons to my favorite driver, Casey Kane, when he did this to the nine team and said that he was having a a gap year to go to Hendrick. And so then for the rest of that season and then the next season where he signed with Red Bull, he was just a, a lame duck driver, signed early and never panned out. Like Casey Kane had all the potential of the world. Then he's going to the best team in NASCAR at that time, Hendrick motorsports and could never really put it together. I think he finished fourth or third uh, in the points in like 2012 or something like that. That was the best he got. That's it. Um, and so from a business standpoint, you said it horizontal move. So from Reddick standpoint, I still question it. Like, why not wait out another year, stick around with the eight team and then get yours, get the bag and you get a, a kick ass team as opposed to, you know, going to a central startup company. Like, So I understand that Um at different strokes for different folks, because in my line of work, like, you know, if somebody approached me from a, a startup like that would be very intriguing. I am not in a position in my life to want to do something like that. And I looking at him, I don't see that fitting. Right, I think he's more fitted for the a company that's got everything. You plug this dude in and you win a championship. Uh, but like I said, I've developed into a fan of Tyler Reddick. So I want to be wrong in that case. And I'm very interested in seeing how it plays out. So that's that. Any Before I get into the, the outcome and then the Kyle Bush move, anything back to, to what I'm saying there?
1: Yeah. So my rebuttal to your rebuttal <laughs> is... Uh, and I wish I remember where I heard this. I uh, I'm I want to say it was Bianchi, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, which is on the teardown firm. if anyone who hasn't listened to that, another great podcast. Um but whenever Tyler switched from um it was JGR to, to JRM, right? Or was it the other way around in Xfinity? Do you remember? Who was it? Tyler Reddick, he switched. He won the championship with JGR and JR Motorsports, but which one did he win it at first?
0: Um, I don't remember.
1: Okay, well, moot point. Whatever. Whichever one he was at first, right? He left and went the next season to the other team, and then won a championship with the other team. And whoever was driving for the team that he was initially with was interviewed, saying like, "What does it mean, you know, for Tyler Reddick to be leaving your team?" And the driver was quoted. The extended driver was quoted at that time saying. Like this means everything because you guys don't know how much just how Reddick as a person elevated our whole program. And so as much as you want to say he did it for the guys, like Reddick was there supporting them. I feel like just as hard. And maybe he didn't feel like he was getting that support from the top, you know? So I think yeah. there's more, there's more reg than you, than we think there's more to Reddick than just on the track. Redick seems to be loved in all facets of, of the organization. And I just feel like he felt underappreciated at RCR and he, you know, I don't, I don't think, I think it was more than just a check that Danny Hamlin convinced him to come over to, to 2311.
0: So are you saying that like when he breaks the news to his team, because my point was like, he's letting the team down. He's letting the pit crews guys down uh, in a weird way, mid season, leaving them hanging. Right. Your point is like, they love and respect him so much that they're like, go ahead, man, go get yours. Like and if, you. maybe that is the case. And, and that is a, a point that doesn't matter um like my point doesn't matter there but um yeah i mean either way
1: either way we're both kind of saying the same thing right we're both saying he he chose to bet on himself so we need to expect big things i really i really feel that and if he
0: doesn't if he does not go out i mean the the win totals right now that are up right now on him are a win and a half so and it's like the win totals that are available to us right now on January twelfth are trash. Um, the the odds are like huge minus money. I just wish they would shift the number instead of the odds. Um, it's like minus one sixty to to go above a win and a half. I, he's got to win two wins. But then you're saying, all right, well twenty three eleven is going to take that big of a jump, like where they're going to do that, um, and, and then Bubba Wallace still has to get his. Like that's. big jump for that organization and i expect more than two wins i for for a change like this i would expect you know three um because of where he was last year he was emerging as a road course man um he's he's a good driver so we'll see horizontal move you can't see a setback you got to see an improvement
1: that's also a really good point you just brought up too about the road courses because he became kind of like new road course guy but toyota was really, really bad at, at road courses next year, last year. So it goes to what
0: I was saying about like, he's going to a startup and, and that's not, it doesn't seem conducive for his skill set right now because he's not a, you know, Kurt Busch, perfect person to go to a startup. He's established, he's a veteran, he can build things from scratch. He's not trying to start his career. He's trying to end his career. Um, So that's, you know, where my mind was there, but uh, am I intrigued by this move? Yes. So that leads me to Kyle Bush because then RCR got put in a spot. OK, what are we going to do? And it was a little bit of a vindictive thing. They basically said, all right, well, you know, we're going to go steal your guy. Um, when Kyle Bush was trying to negotiate his contract with JGR and Toyota um, and that didn't work out and the Kyle Bush situation has a lot of different threads attached to it. So really the Reddick situation caused a lot it was really the the, the biggest thing to happen. A lot of effects. different spider webs, yeah, ripple yeah. effect came from that and um, that's that's how Kyle Bush ended up on the 8 team and for Kyle Bush I feel like this is a downgrade um to go from the 18 jgr car to the eight car and so i think expectations kind of have to be lowered a little bit for kyle bush similar to what brad keselowski did last year to to go to his own team but i don't think it's as big of a drop uh no. we saw what tyler reddick could do in this car he won in this car a car that wasn't really a, a winning race car for years um he made it one so you know it can be done this next gen vehicle helps with that so expectations are i think have to be lower for kyle bush this season than they were last year as far as like his win totals but i have it as the number one because i think kyle bush as a complete restart refresh Going to a new manufacturer, going to a new team. He's going in there with with Austin Dillon. You know, he Dillon's not going anywhere. So, like they know it, right? I think that's uh, going to bring very good results, and I think that RCR camp is going to see the benefit more so than the twenty three eleven uh, camp is going to see, you know, benefit. That's just my pick. That's why I have Bush number one because everyone talks about how he's a wheel man. Well, let's see it. You know he's in a little bit lesser equipment. Can he get it done in some way? I mean, what would you say his win total should be um, this season if you were to bet on it? Like one and a half for for Kyle, or do you think a win is is satisfactory?
1: No, I, I think you need to give him the respect of the one and a half personally. And I'm and I'm with you. Like where it does feel like it's like a like a refresh, basically. Like a, let's take a take a breather on, on the career we've had. Obviously, it's been good, but. You know, I'm not done and I want to prove that I'm still one of the top guys in this series. Um, So I think I would love to see a one and a half number for him just because I do think I do think he can get personally, I would project him at like three wins, honestly.
0: Yeah. And the books might have him at two and a half just because he's Kyle Bush. But I, you know, I think realistically we have to take a step back and say, you know, this eight car was nothing until last year. Now all of a sudden we're, we're going to say it's a a three win car. And how long has it
1: been since we've seen the dominant 18? I mean, it's been what, two seasons, right?
0: True. Yeah. It has been a a little while. So um, I, I think just this reset, it's just like an athlete, you know, in a, in a stick and ball sport getting traded or, or signing in a new spot. It's just a, Hey, try something new and uh, I think all that pressure is off if you consider it pressure um, his family situation is figured out now like you know the the personal stuff with the, the babies and everything that's all done so I think Kyle is in it great I'd have to imagine he's in a great headspace um, heading into this season and I'm expecting to, to see him do well and bring a lot to that organization um, so I would love to see a season win total matchup between RCR and uh, 2311 they had those fun. last That'd year they did have those last year and I didn't jump on any of them so I'm hoping we see some more um, this year so that's that um, let me throw it back to you what's your what's your second pick
1: um, so I did have that like as my number two um, okay
0: all right but
1: what I will put as my number two um, now or are you gonna fill it in
0: I could I could fill it in
1: I don't know okay. why your font is uh, smaller, by the way. But, um... that's, just, that's what you think of my picks, apparently. You just think that they're smaller
0: <laughs> than yours. You're the away team, so yeah. That's what <laughs> I think. Um, the home team advantage here. Yeah. <laughs> so who um, do you have after that?
1: So I'm actually going to go, and I think this is popular amongst a lot of us in this community, but AJ Allmendinger, back to full-time in Cup. I think this is huge. It's huge. Like I, I don't know how they convinced him to come back. Because he had no interest to come back. Like he, he was saying multiple times, "I'm happy in Xfinity. I'm happy, you know, being here, winning races, and you know, having the less stress of being here on Sunday." And like that was that. He had no issues with that. He's he loves um, competing for championships, and you know, I think he still can in Cup Series because we've got six road courses on the schedule, right? I think it's still six. Um, so. He's gonna be. I mean, we think, right? We we think he's gonna be a lock for playoffs. So, and that's that's huge for this colleague team. So, yeah, I think this is this is a slam dunk for colleague. And it's, I think it's actually. I know you, this. We just said this. We've said this already. The trickle down here, obviously, for Justin Haley too. I think could be massive.
0: Big time. I, I wrote it in uh, on the board. Here is my my second pick. You you hit the nail on the head. Um, AJ is something. I feel like anyone who listens to the content that I put out, at least for, you know, the preseason stuff and early in the season, you're going to be sick and tired of me talking about AJ because, uh, him, you know, and we, we spoke in depth on your fun draft show about AJ. I mean, he is the quintessential guy that, sh- that it, you want to start a program. And colleague used him. I, I heard an interview with, um, the, the guy I guess it's Matt Collig mm-hmm. is his name um, with with Daniel Trotta and Larry McReynolds talking about them getting started and the way it happened and it was so grassroots started with a few races with AJ they you know first they needed a driver they kind of asked around he was into it. They did some super speedways then some road courses, and it was just build, build, build. And then AJ really took the role of like mentor with the other guys when they were doing like driver by committee. And when they were, you know, having the ability to buy a charter, they said, yeah, you know, we want AJ to be the guy. Um, but he was like, you know, I'm fine being in the Xfinity series. Like, let's give it to to justin and i'll be his his Mm -hmm. coach and they had like a father-son type vibe yeah uh and so that is the exact type of team that i would want to invest in if i had that ability um because it's not like track house right track house was born on third and thinks they hit a triple um these guys are like grassroots like i said building from scratch and to see now they have two teams and AJ coming up. Like you said, he didn't want it originally, but I think AJ could really make some noise. Every time he was racing in a race last year in the cup series, we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. It was the super speedways and the road courses. If you can be good, those packages and your team could be good on those types of tracks. Absolutely. You should be in the playoffs. Like, and so he is someone who's flying below the radar right now. I took A.J. Allmendinger to win the championship at plus 10,000 just because why the hell not? Right. If you do the math, six road courses, four super speedways, plus Atlanta. That's a lot of races where he should very much be in the mix. If he wins two of those races, he's locked into the playoffs. And then you got Talladega. You got a road course in the playoffs, uh, a road course, which he has dominated in the Xfinity series. So. He can find his way through just like Chastain did last year. Chastain didn't like the world on fire last year. He just like pointed people to death. AJ has the ability to make some noise and he's a super value guy. So, like I said, I'm going to be preaching this for a while now. That's why I love this change in silly season, because it clearly says to me, colleague, you know, they're, they're a family. They understand. They talked about it and and him and Justin Haley, like you said, it's only going to be bringing great things for Haley down the road too. once, um, AJ's cut series career comes to an end again so um, love the pick I had it as my number two so um, you're all over it
1: and I think it's also worth noting too how good colleague looks down the stretch like Justin Haley and um, whoever was running the 16 you know it was AJ some weeks it was Gregson some weeks um, but they were like staples in the top 10 like coming on the stretch so it'd be interesting to see if they can carry that over to 2023
0: totally agree yeah. I'm excited to see it. Um, all right. So you've got Redick to the 45 Kyle to the eight car, and then AJ to the 16 as your top three, give me your fourth pick.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to go to a different series this time. Um, this one's probably going to be a little debatable, <laughs> but right. I'm going Haley probably Deegan here. Haley Deegan, to drive um, for Thor ThorSport, uh, and I know me and you were texting about this when as soon as it happened, but I think this is a this is it this is it for Haley Deegan right here. If you're a Haley Deegan fan, this is the make or break moment for her career because she's going to a team with established veterans, a championship driver, a team that's a staple in the Truck Series. Um, they chose to you know kick Echis to the curb to bring her in. And yeah, I just, there's no excuses anymore. Like it, it felt like the amount of times that I listened to door to clear last year and had to hear TJ major say like, Oh, if we weren't running back in 15th place, you know, we'd be a top 10 car, but we just keep getting caught in this crap back here in the back and it's never her fault. And okay, well fine. Then show us, this is the year to show us. And trust me, I want her to be successful. I do. I really thought they were going to move her up to Xfinity this year just willy-nilly just because, and I was surprised that they didn't. Uh, And I don't know what that says about how, what Ford thinks about her because there's still, if I'm not mistaken, there's still an SS green light Ford car open right now. I'm pretty sure there's still an open seat and they chose not to fill it with her. Um, So, yeah, I just think, I think this is, it might not be, you know, a top move, but I think it's a top five interesting move because yeah, I think, this is make or break for her and, and, and time will tell.
0: So I agree with exactly what you just said about how this isn't a top change uh, in the silly season, but it's a top five interesting change. That's a great point because this is something that has my full attention. Um, And this isn't something All of these things, I'm going to go on a quick rant here. All of these things are not going to be solved by St. Patrick's Day, right? If you're the type of person who likes to binge TV shows because you like to get to the finale right away, this silly season conversation stuff is not for you. I'm the type of person who likes to wait week to week. I like to spread it out because I like to let it marinate. I like to let it, you know, let these guys bring it to the table, you know, over time. So the Deegan situation, if she goes out and she gets a a win, at Daytona, for example, everyone's going to be saying, oh, she's good to go. She's going to go. But then she could do terrible the rest of the year. And that would say that she's not ready or the complete opposite. So um, to, does terrible in the beginning and then really starts to, to come alive in the end. This is make or break for her. My number four, I wrote it on the, the card here is related to it. I wrote it on because it, it's connected very much Thor Sport, which is Now with Kyle Busch Motorsports out uh, of the Toyota camp and really kind of in a rebuild situation, uh, moving to Chevy Thor sport is the team. Like they are the team of, of drivers who should be able to get it done. You got Crafton. you've got time Majeski, who is someone that I am just in love with this year. As far as a gambling perspective goes for a championship for, for multiple wins, you've got, uh, ben Rhodes, past champion a couple years ago. So this is a, a stacked team. And I don't know, I I should have done a little bit more research, but they moved to Ford now. And that's a pretty big deal. Toyota's being left in the lurch right now on the truck series. That's just a side comment. I mean, that program, Kyle Busch Motorsports really held the Toyota camp um, really high up in the truck series. And now you know, they are completely being left out in the rain and Ford uh, snagging Thor sport. It's, it's huge. So um, I don't know, maybe you could tell me, Chris, like do you think there's an element to wanting to s- snag Thor sport so that Ford could find a spot for Deegan in the truck series? That was a really good ride. Like, do you think Deegan had any like her name being out there had anything to do with Ford, uh, signing Thor Sport, or do you think it all just kind of like came together naturally? Like, I, because you made the comment of Ford maybe not believing in Deegan enough to put her in the Xfinity series, but I think they definitely had a uh, they wanted to put her, they're seeing what we're seeing, right? Yeah. Ford's not dumb, they want to put her in a good ride to be able to say, okay, apples to apples, how is she, and uh, is she worth you know, really throwing our money behind. So there's a part of it's like, okay, they saw the running on the wall. They got in bed with Thor sport because they wanted her in that 13 cars, what she's going to be driving her truck rather. And uh, I don't know. Do you think that there's any truth to that?
1: Yeah, no, it's a good point. And I, I probably went a little too far and they didn't believe in her because I think you're right. I think that this had a major impact and then wanting to get her, um, to Thor Sport is by moving them to Ford, so yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think they probably do see her still as very de- developmental and they didn't want to rush her to Xfinity. Um, so yeah, no, I think I think 100% Ford probably lowered Thor Sport and said, Hey, if you guys switch to Ford, we can you know get Deegan in your car. Also, a little side note, uh, I kind of hate the 13 number, I don't know how you feel about it, but like the theme that we got going at, at Thor Sport, we got 99, 88, 66, and then 13. Like, what we couldn't, we couldn't we couldn't find it, an 11, 22, 33, 44, you know, like
0: <laughs> it, it doesn't fit the, uh, the mold. That's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. I, I, and Johnny Sauter ran the 13 for years and he's still yeah. around. Like, I, I don't know what happened there. I thought he ran it last year. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree. They they had a brand going with the numbers <laughs> and, and they kind of let that slip. I don't know how they landed on 13, but that's a, that's a funny thought there, but it, it I'll give Deegan some credit in the sense that at Phoenix, she ran that Xfinity race and she did pretty well. Um, You can't, like I just talked about the whole, like, uh, got to give it time type of deal. Uh, Don't want to overreact, but she did well in the Xfinity series. I expected to see her crash and burn at Phoenix, but she did not. She did really well uh, for her. But the situation that we need to get into with Haley Deegan is we need to stop saying, oh, that was a great finish for her. Like it needs to be she's competing for top fives in the truck series, in any sports book that I'm aware of. You can't bet top tens. And I want to be able to bet Haley Deegan. I would never, ever. She's never had a top five in her career because you're just throwing your money away for taking Haley Deegan top fives. So I would love to see her in matchups. I would love to see her in, you know, top five bets and have a real shot to win because that's how I have fun. That's how I become a fan of of certain drivers is making money off of them. And the fact that she hasn't even been in the conversation of truck series betting on the sports books, we're not we're not the ones not talking about her. We're not even given a chance to talk about her as far as gambling is concerned. So I'd love to see this step Thor sports, the right spot if you're trying to prove it. And so we're i'm excited to see it and i'm a fan of thor sport i'm a fan of all three of those other drivers mm-hmm. so you got to hope that she listens because i think from a distance again i've been critical of her saying she's always kind of like blaming others i can't see those guys especially matt Crafton, uh really you know sticking around and and listening to that and not saying something back so um like kind of taking her under their wing and just saying like look you know you're young. Let's figure this out together. We'll, we'll get you where you need to be. Um, the interesting thing is Thor Sport and Ford. Ty Majeski, you know, he's, he's looking at that as a stepping stone, too. So yeah. they're kind of competing amongst themselves to see, like, who's going to really take the next step. Um, so that'll be interesting because I think Ty is set up to have a lot more success this season. So um, that's that. I will. Uh, so I'm, I'm one behind you here. Um, so you're you're four right now. Reddick to the 45, Kyle Busch to the eight, AJ to the 16, and Haley Deegan to the 13 truck. I have a couple repeats. Kyle to the eight is my number one. AJ to the 16 is my number two. Thor Sport moving to the Ford manufacturer is my fourth pick. So let me give you my third, Chris, and then we'll be all square heading to the last one. I'm going to the Xfinity Series, and I'm taking John Hunter Nemechek to the 20 car. Um, this is a move that I am very much looking forward to. Uh, I'm going to talk at some point tonight and then, you know, as the season goes on about the Xfinity series, because I have never really been a fan of the Xfinity series, gambling and watching. Um, If, if some of you guys on Twitter or in our group chat say like, Hey, I love this driver, you know, on Saturday, I'll blindly throw it in, but uh, I've never really been into it. This season for Xfinity, I am fired up. And it's because of silly season. It's because of these changes, seeing how we've got guys coming down from the Cup Series, coming up from the Truck Series, moving around in the Xfinity Series. This is geared up to be a phenomenal storyline season for Xfinity. And it starts to me with John Hunter Nemechek, because he is someone who has zero ego in my mind. He started in the Truck Series then got pushed a little too quickly to the cup series. Didn't have the success that you'd hope for. They kind of gave up on him uh, pretty quickly. And instead of saying, you know, Hey, I'm going to take another shitbox box ride in the cup series because I need to stay in the cup series. He went down and rode around in the four car for KBM dominated races, won races, and was a championship contender. And so I love that about him. Now he's stepping up into a car that is legitimate in the next series up in the Xfinity series. That 20 car for JGR is a championship contender. He's instantly in that conversation. So I'm excited to see him in a new spot. He didn't leave KBM because I was always kind of wondering like, well, you know, who's going to blink first here? Like, is he going to leave KBM or, you know, because there's no way they would ever quit him. And it was just a natural situation with KBM fading away from Toyota. Him obviously signed with Toyota. So it was perfect to see that come to uh, fruition here. So the 20 car, John Hunter in the Xfinity series. What are your uh, thoughts on him?
1: Yeah. So I didn't have this one in my top five. And the reason I didn't is because I think I feel a little bit differently about his truck series career here or like, I guess post-cup series truck career. Okay. Where like I was expecting him to go down and like really dominate and like really like win some championships, and I felt like there was a period of time where he kind of disappeared. Like he wasn't he wasn't in the mix for like a long stretch of the season. Um, and that and again that could have just been there was a period of time where KBM as a whole was kind of struggling, so that might not been directly correlated to him, but. I was a little let down actually by his truck career. Was so, it because
0: he didn't want a title? Like if he had won a title, you would not have been let down.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think honestly. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see that. I understand that point of it. Um, but going back to, to look at his um, statistics in the truck series, like he, especially not last year, but the year before, like he was, well, Oh yeah, the year before he
1: was, um, yeah.
0: This past season, I think it could kind of make a case about Toyota in the truck series already starting to see the writing on the wall. But um even then, like he was, you know, very good all yeah. season. But I get your point. Like if you're gonna drop down to, to play around down there, you should be, you know, like basically like fighting kids. Um right. and, and kicking them off you. And it's like I said, it's not
1: it's not that he was bad, it's just I think I was expecting more. Um so I'm equally as excited as you, like I think this is a great move for him to go to Xfinity. I think we've got Gregson and um, Ty graduating. You've got um, Chandler Smith coming up with him. Um, so you've got, there's there's going to be a lot of, uh, you got Priest obviously moving up as well. So you've got a lot of guys and, and Um So there's a lot of guys that have moved. There's a lot of wins on the table all of a sudden. Um, and it's a great segue into my last one, which is is Custer moving down to Xfinity. Perfect. um So, again, I think this is actually—I mean, it sounds weird to say this—but similar to Kyle bush in the sense that it's a refresh for his career, because Custer's been at the extended level, has been dominant, went to Cup, was not—not not even on surface level dominant. I mean, like was bad actually, and now he's coming back to his playground to see if he still has it, and I think it's going to be exciting to see. Um, I think all year long the battle we're going to see between Custer and John Hunter Nemechek and Sammy Smith and Chandler Smith and all these guys is going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of new faces in the experience series, like you said. So um, yeah, I think Custer is is going to be where I'm going to finish out my top five here.
0: I think it's a great call out. I'm just as I had it written down as uh, like an honorable mention here for me, but he is that same guy. Like I know there's some nepotism going on in Stuart Haas with Cole Custer, um, but you could see if you're someone who's kind of used to getting your way, you know, Silver Spoon type of deal. He could have thrown a hissy fit and said, No, I'm going to go to another team and I'm going to drive for Spire or somebody else like that. He's taking his medicine, he's saying, I want to get better and I'm going to go drive in the Xfinity series. Why not? Like, yeah. I, you know, it's cushy, I can show my talents off again. I respect that. Like, as a fan of NASCAR. I respect that as a gambler of NASCAR. I'm very excited because I think uh, Cole Custer is going to bring some, some good weekends for us. Um, I, I have not looked at the updated odds to win the championship. I have to imagine that he's up there. I'd have to imagine that John Hunter's up there. Um, so it's going to make this season really fun. And we're going to go through the Jayski site in a second of, of everybody in each series and kind of talk about, you know, these are, these are the guys that you're going to have to watch for. Um, so I love it. And I'm going to end mine. My fifth is also in the Xfinity series. Now he's not moving. Now you called out Chandler Smith. I love Chandler Smith getting a shot to race for colleague in the Xfinity series. I love when truck drivers prove themselves and get a shot. Um, I'm actually hoping to see more out of Sheldon Creed, Austin Hill, guys that we loved in the truck series who had success in the truck series championships there. I want to see them Perform a little bit better, especially with all the graduating class we've got moving out of Xfinity. You said it best. There are wins that are open now. I want to see those guys perform. Um, But I'm talking about someone in my fifth pick here who is moving within the Xfinity series, but it's because of the team that he's landing on. And it's Brandon Jones moving to JRM. Um, That nine car is, I mean, would you say that's the car? Like if you were going to be a driver, That's who I would want to drive for. That's the car I would want to drive is the nine car. Uh, It's just got so much success. You could tell they went out. They got their guy. And the way that his season ended um, (laughs) with the Toyota camp and and Ty Gibbs, you know, screwing him over. He couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. This is perfect. He's got the sponsors for it. Menards following him. Like this is going to be great Uh, for Brandon Jones. I think, he's got to be in the the championship picture. If we're we're talking about that, uh, but like a final four possibility, this is a sought after seat. He's got it. And I can't wait to see what he does with it. So that's why I have it in my five, because I'm excited to see what happens in that role. Like I, I can't imagine they're going to see a drop off because it's not like they filled it with somebody they didn't really want to fill it with. It was a guy that they got for a reason. So, um, did he cross your mind at all when we we're talking about this stuff or, or what are your expectations for him?
1: Yeah. I have, I have him as an honorable mention as well. Um, and I think another point that we'll, we'll see when we're going through J ski, um, but JRM actually shifted their crew chiefs around too. Yep. And they've got Jason Burdett coming to his side and that's the most accomplished crew chief that JRM has. Yep. Um, so that's, that's pretty telling. Um, so, and he's bringing Menards, like you mentioned, that's a lot of funding. Um, yeah. I think, the nines by far the car you wanna be in. And Brandon Jones has he seems the way he handled that whole Ty Gibbs situation in the year, like with pure class, like yeah. he's he's gotta be a guy that is just like gonna rack up some fans and rack up hopefully a, a lot of wins next year. I think he's gonna be he's I think I think it's this is gonna be like a big career trick yeah, career trajectory for him. Um because for a while he was being talked about as like, you know, is he gonna move up to like I think he was being considered before Harrison Burton was even being considered to move up to the twenty one Wood Brothers. Um and I wasn't really sure how I felt about that because I feel like Brendan or Harrison really hadn't proved enough for me. Um, but this this could do it. This really could be the next guy to that we're talking about at the end of next year, of like, hey, is it time to start talking about him for Cut?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm you know me, like I'm I'm a person that really Wants to see them, you know, a few times, you know, yeah, one yeah, season yeah. isn't enough for me. Um, but I think if he were to dominate him, mean, he's been in the Xfinity series for a few years now. Yeah. So if he were to do great, um, I, why not give that a look and, and see what he can do? Um, just to kind of recap our our top picks, and then I'll open it up to any honorable mentions before we move through the Jski sites to try to update on everybody, all the changes um chris's picks final here uh tyler reddick to the 45 is his first pick kyle bush to the eight second pick a.j allmendinger to the 16 is his third all cup series then we're moving to the trucks deegan to the 13 truck and then his fifth and final is cole custer to the double zero xfinity car um, those are chris's top silly season changes for 2023 heading into that season mine couple repeats. Kyle Busch was my first to the eight car. I'm excited to see that. AJ Allmendinger is going to be a gambler's best friend this year to the 16. John Hunter Nemechek in the 20 car for Xfinity. Thor Sport as a team moving to the Ford manufacturer is my fourth pick. And then Brandon Jones moving to the nine car for JRM in the Xfinity series. That's my top five picks. So, Chris, uh, any honorable mentions at this point? I
1: do have one for you. Um, and that's because I'm not really sure that it would have counted if I would have used this one. Um, okay. so that's why I, I was really vague when I texted you yesterday and said, how do you define silly season? Cause I want to see what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have one that's not driver related, not creature related, not sponsor related, but how can we not talk about North Wilkesboro as being a top silly season move, right? Going to re- rejuvenating the track and bringing it Love back.
0: It. Good pick. I, um, I'm excited for it. Are are you going to that race? Sorry to cut you off, but are you going to go to that?
1: I, I would love to, but I think that traffic is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get in there early enough to, to not wait in four hours of traffic. Um, I don't know. I, I really, I would really want to. So I, I need to revisit that and see if I can land a, a land away to be there. Um, Cause it is only about an hour and a half away from me. Um, but this is another way of another way of saying like, obviously we're, we're bringing back a track that's had a lot of success in, in the histories of NASCAR. Um, if you listen to our friend of the pod, Derek Yoder's All Things Go podcast, uh, with the man who was really the guy who instigated that whole charge of of bringing Wilkesboro back, Wilkesboro back, um, he talks about how they're trying to keep as much of the the existing structure itself together as they can, and not try to just rip it apart and put on all this new stuff. They want to try to keep you know, the ground roots there. Um, it's, it's really cool. Um, so I think as a whole, that's that, um, bringing North looks for a back, but then also, um, uh, I just happened to listen to uh, the teardown yesterday, actually, cause they at least they released kind of like their top things to follow for 2023, their top stories to follow. And Jordan Bianchi dropped a little nugget about how Steve Phelps told, uh, the athletic specifically that, They're looking to add a new track to the schedule every single year to keep things exciting. No. So, when you're looking at, we've got North Wilkesboro, we've got the Chicago road course. Um, What did we have this past year? Why am I drawing a blank?
0: Do we have something Uh, new? Was it uh, one of the road courses? No. I guess Atlanta, I guess, technically, maybe. Uh, Maybe Atlanta's new configuration. Yeah. Speedway was there. But apparently,
1: New York City is being mentioned. As a possibility for their next market, they want to tackle. Um, I'm not a fan of that, but but you're a fan of right? At least introducing something new every year, right? I think that's kind
0: of yes. Cool. Very much a fan of that. That the the aspect of um, you know the, the more street races, like if they're going to do Chicago and then they're going to take Chicago off the schedule to go to New York City, fine. I don't. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. That fine yeah. with me. Yeah, but I think they need if they're going to commit to that. Like if that's something they're actually going to try to do, I would want to see them try to turn some of these tracks like Northwest wilkes into a, a cup or truck or Xfinity, whatever, put smaller tracks in middle of nowhere markets uh, to try to help those communities. That would be awesome. Like yeah. that's the, yeah. the the field of dreams type game that the MLB started doing a couple of years ago. Let's do that. Like that, that kind of yeah. thing in the middle of nowhere. So um, I love hearing that. New York City, eh, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm a little skeptical about Chicago, to be quite honest with you. But And because – that's no, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say because they took away one of the other road courses yeah. and, and made it that – fine. They're not – you know, I'm, I'm still a little, like, skeeved out about the whole Bristol dirt thing because you're, you're taking away Bristol uh, once of the two Concord. times. So yeah, um, I'm excited to hear that news, but skeptical to see what they do with it. But – you got to give them credit for trying at a at a very high level. We're no longer the schedule re- release. You remember, like when they would do the schedule release stuff, and it would just be the same exact thing as the yeah. day before. But they would make it like a big, <laughs> they market it like it was, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> like it, that uh, or like NBC Sports would be like, okay, here we go. Nothing would change. Now it really is a big deal, um, yeah. so it's fun. And I'm going to let you finish there, but I just wanted to pull up. It's the. All Things Go podcast, the third episode. It's called "Challenge Accepted." Barry Braun is the guy. Yep, very interesting conversation. If you're into the North North Wilkes-Barre thing, um, very good conversation to hear how that track got rejuvenated. So, uh, but sorry, Chris, go ahead.
1: No, no, you're good. I'm glad you plugged that because I couldn't remember his name either. But yes, um, I think if if New York sees me a possibility, I think they're going to use Chicago Street Course as like their test. Like, can this work first? And then can we copy F1 going to Vegas and do it in New York city? Basically it's probably, I think that's probably the way they're looking at it.
0: So, yeah. I mean, Hey, I'm, I'm always going to be sitting there just going like, okay, like I'll watch, I'll I'll see you do this. But like, am I going to be happy about it from like a gambling standpoint? Probably not, but um, we'll see. Chicago will be quite the test. Um, I have one similar to that as far as an honorable mention. Um, again, not a driver, not a crew chief, not a team, but Craftsman is back as the spot, the title sponsor for the Truck Series. It feels good. I finally started to get used to saying the you know Gander Outdoor Truck Series or whatever it was for years, and then um, now we're we're going back to Craftsman. It just feels good. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Craftsman Truck Series, you know, I cannot wait to find the remote and pull it up on my Comcast and have that say it. because the the other one, I don't think it was Gander Outdoor even last year, but it's Camping um, World, right? Camping World last year, yeah. Um, even Camping World Truck Series, like it just took the whole screen. Now Craftsman Truck Series, yeah, I cannot wait. Uh, I sound like an old man yelling at a cloud talking about that. I'm sure. Yeah, you're, waiting, you're, waiting love for Bush, you're waiting for Bush series and Winston Cup to come back to? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm waiting, yeah. Winston Cup. <laughs> wait, when's that coming back? But uh love to see. I mean, to me, that says something about NASCAR. Like, I just talked about how the the storylines are there. Like if we were gonna do like a Netflix documentary or something like that, there are so many different storylines, and I think it's cool to see a sponsor like Craftsman, who was once in the series, who left, um not all the way two feet out, but now they're saying, "Hey, we want to be back involved again." That tells you that the health of the sport is really starting to to pick up. As much as there are people out there that want to, you know, be the negative Nancy about NASCAR, the health of the sport is good, and I think Craftsman coming back to be the title sponsor says that. So, uh, at least for the truck series, so happy to see that.
1: Yeah, no, that's, it's always good when you see a big time sponsor like that come back. That's that's what's all you can ask for, honestly. Yeah. So agreed. I like that.
0: All right. Well, any other honorable
1: mentions? I mean, I could keep naming honorable mentions all day long. I think we should probably get to J-Ski and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them it. as we come through. them. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. So now we're going to move here to uh, let's see. Go back to this view here and I'm going to pull up the J-Ski site. Like I said, it's J-Ski They've got all the news. I mean, the name of his site is the Silly Season site. Uh, So you got to love that. But what we're going to do is go through, we're going to start with the truck series. And they do a good job of calling out like the new drivers for the year. So it's got the rookie of the year candidates at the top of the screen. And then anything in red is a change. It's a new driver, new sponsor, crew chief, whatever. Um, And so the way we're going to do this here is I'm going to... Call out any of the changes as we're scrolling through and just kind of if I see something again, the goal is to arm you as the listener with all the information of all the changes is going into the 2023 season. So I might not call out like every single sponsor or, you know, crew chief or anything like that. But the major changes you're going to see on the screen here or we're going to call it out to you listening in the podcast and uh, we're going to say I'm going to start. Right in the truck series, I'm gonna rate it on a scale of one to ten as far as like excitement level, and then Chris, I want you to say higher or lower, and then you know if it bears any more uh, conversation, we'll go from there. If there's anything that's super intriguing that maybe we didn't get to in our first segment, um, let's talk about it. But we are gonna do some some quick hit, quick hitters here. Um, so the very first thing, scrolling through the truck, the number one truck vacated by Haley Deegan the the tri garage toyota i mean this is not announced yet and this is just going to prove my point about how toyota is just kind of like a i don't know they're becoming a wasteland in the truck series which is sad to see i guess if you're a toyota fan um the number two truck for rev racing chevrolet is nick sanchez he's a rookie of the year candidate and danny stockman is the crew chief he's a pretty uh well renowned crew chief pretty sure he was kyle bush's truck Uh, Crew Chief for at least uh, a little while Could be wrong there Um, The number four KBM Chevy All right. so this is one that I Did not call out in our previous Segment as far as like our top five but uh, It was kind of a thread that we could have Pulled when the Kyle Busch conversation Got pulled up earlier KBM Moving to Chevy they're going to Have two teams And this is huge Um, I'm very Anxious to see how this goes this year because they were so dominant in toyota's they had what seemed to be like an endless roster of young drivers coming up that just outperformed what your expectations were and then you got people like john hunter coming back down to race for you i mean they they produced so many drivers over the years and now they're kind of restarting and they chose some drivers that maybe took Me's by surprise i don't know about you chris but the number four which was john hunter's number last year um kind of the premier number for kbm is chase purdy so any thoughts i'm gonna sorry i didn't start with um the nick sanchez thing we're going back to the number two car that's a one out of 10 for me i don't know higher or lower for nick sanchez for you
1: i mean a one feels a little disrespectful so i'll say higher just for we'll give it like a three
0: Maybe a three for the Danny Stockman element to it, because I think okay, he's uh, that's he's, he's a good name. But number four, I'm um this is a nine out of ten for me. What are your thoughts? Higher or lower?
1: I'm only gonna go lower just because of what you said. Like I'm 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 shocked at the, the drivers that they signed to KBM. I, I would have thought they could have lured in a little more talent here. Um, so I'm gonna go lower just because I I have no idea what to expect from them. Like I have New manufacturer, brand new drivers, probably all new backing. It's just like it. It goes back to what we've kind of talked about for the last hour, but it almost feels like it's a startup all over again. And like, what is? What are we going to see?
0: Yeah, and and that's why I have it as an excitement level of not. <clears throat> oh, because you're right.
1: Okay, so I guess I'm looking at it wrong. I'm looking at it as like, well, there's no wrong or right. No, I was, but I was kind of thinking of, I was doing my ranking in my head of like. How successful i think they're going to be but excitement. Gotcha. I, I see what you're saying
0: excitement yeah you're right i'll give it to you success is a different conversation and we can have that right now like i'm excited about it because i want to see if kbm with this fresh restart clearly going back and saying hey we're gonna see if we still have that you know staying power with a new manufacturer with drivers that we know are not proven let's see how we compete yeah. um, as far as competitiveness I don't think Chase Purdy has. He, I don't think, his, to quote uh, Rory, you know, I, I don't think he's got that dog in him, but uh, we'll see. I mean, that's why I'm excited about it because I want to be proven wrong. I'm cheering for the KBM guys um, in, the, in the Chevy and Chase Purdy. I've always been a fan of the four truck. Um, so Chase Purdy driving that car, I'm, I'm anxious to see it. I don't expect them to be in a championship hunt with some of these other guys that, you know, are already around because you talk about wins being up for grabs. The truck series is definitely open. Um, So there's that. Uh, So you're, you're going a little less than nine, but it seems like we're pretty much on the same page with the number four. Uh, The number five Tricon garage Toyota is Dean Thompson. Looks like he's sponsored by his family's company, Thompson pipe group. They don't have a crew chief yet. I'm going to say this is like a two out of 10 for me, higher or lower for you.
1: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go, man, you give him some tough numbers too. Um, <laughs> <coughs> I'll say, I'll say higher just because I think he is like a late model champion. Like I think he does have like success in lower series. Um, so I'll say higher just because it could be exciting. We
0: don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's a proven team. At least that's more than, that's more than KBM can say. Well, So we're getting to the next change here, which is his teammate. And this is the number 11 Tricon Garage Toyota, Corey Heim. And I'm very excited to see Corey Heim now. He was a KBM driver last year. Um, He was winning. Did he win how many races? One or two. Um, But he was like a part-time driver, but he was like a pest. Like he he just kept getting in the way of my bets and uh, performed very well in that shine, you know, that small opportunity to shine at KBM. I'm going to give this an eight out of 10.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I'm actually going to go higher. I think, I think Corey Heim could be the, like the prime candidate to really give, um, uh, Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank on our champion. Um, Zane, Zane, giving Zane a a little bit of a battle up front uh, from week to week. Um, and I did just spot check. He did have two wins last year, Atlanta and gateway. Um, so, yeah, I think I think this is arguably one of the most exciting moves.
0: And, and it was series. the Gateway win that was, you know, impressive more so than Atlanta because that was like, oh, like he's he's not just a super speedway guy, like kind of lucked into that as a young guy. Gateway, that's a more technical racetrack. He was able to mm-hmm. get it done. And uh, now he is someone that you would say, all right, well, that's a shame, right? KBM left. When he was going to be like the guy at a a shop like that, that's a shame for him. I'm excited to see how he handles this in this number 11 truck. Um, So, yeah, should be fun to watch. That's for sure. Um, The number 12, Young's Motorsports Chevy. Spencer Boyd's got a new crew chief. Uh, Can't even pronounce the guy's first name, but his last name is Law. It's like... actually the sponsor. Oh, that's the sponsor. Sorry. I'm looking at the... Oh, got my... (laughs) <laughs> Things mixed up here. Yeah. Sponsor, new sponsor there. You know, we don't need to worry about that. Then the 13 is Haley Deegan and the new Thor Sport Ford. She's got her crew chief. She's got her sponsors all ready to go. So, Haley Deegan, we talked about her. um I think, you know, she's a, a nine out of 10 for me. It seems like, you know, we kind of beat that into the ground. But anything else to say about her?
1: No, I think the only thing I'm waiting to see is if if TJ Major is going to stick with her as her spotter. No, I don't. I don't know if he will or not. Um, he might, I guess, because he is with Ford, with RFK. Um, so, But TJ Majors, I think, is, is one of the top spotters out there. So if he's able to stick with her, um, that would be that would make this a 10, I think.
0: That's a good call-out. And, uh, yeah, that is – I would actually like to see a list of – because those spotters, they work the weekend, most of them. Yeah. And so I would like to see the, the graph of – you know, okay, who's got a, an Xfinity or Cup Series spotter for them in these uh, trucks as well? Like that would be a cool graph to make. Uh, maybe if this was pre-Christmas, I might put that as like an off-season little project. But uh, I don't know if I've got that in me. Well, makes, um, what
1: makes that hard is that sponsors are uh, not sponsors. Spotters are independent contractors, so they don't. They could basically they could do whatever they want. As do whatever, far as whatever they, they want. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I guess it's not as like tied down um, for like a full season um all right the number 15 is the tricon garage toyota it's again tricon really trying to take the gap left by kbm they've got tanner gray in there he's not uh that's not a change it's just the toyota aspect of it i believe is the change here um so tricon trying to step into the shoes of KBM that's being left behind can they lift toyota up uh, when it seems like they have fallen another tricon is the 17 of Taylor Gray. Um, so yeah, they've got a bunch of cars this season. I guess is that four cars? Is that
1: five yeah. cars? They've got. Well, I think it's isn't it just three or is it four? But it, it's Tri-Con. basically it's basically the old DGR team is what it is.
0: I think I counted five. So I guess the number one might be like a uh, an extra car. So Part-time. we've got four full time cars: Tanner Gray, Taylor Gray, um, Corey, Corey Heim. Heim and uh who was the other one dean no dean
1: thompson
0: yeah yeah dean thompson so yeah a lot of you know toyota's putting their money into tricon would be interesting um so i'll i'll give that a five out of ten i don't know higher or lower for you chris yeah, i'll go lower okay so now we get into one that i do have some interesting uh thoughts on it's christian eckes moving to the 19 car he's who, you know, really, I didn't see if he landed anywhere. He um, hasn't yet. I, I think he's like kind of out on a, an island right now. But Eckes, he is someone that I really liked betting on last year um, and driving this 19 car. I'm anxious to see what he can do in the Chevy sponsored by Napa. It's a, you know, gold standard sponsor. Um, I'm giving this a, a nine out of 10 as far as excitement goes.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go I'll go a little lower just because yeah I'm gonna go lower I'm gonna go lower for this one just because it's not like it's not like a team that's like top of the food chain as far as the truck series goes and dirt Krause is, was actually like much, very much of a disappointment um mm-hmm. so to see him be replaced um by i guess is, is kind of interesting but I'll go lower just because I think the other moves are mean more to me than this one
0: Yeah, this is exciting to me because I want to, like, Ekus was in the conversation for a championship. Mm -hmm. So I want to see if he's able to, you know, bring this team up a little bit. That's what I'm anxious to see. Um, As far as competitive, like, if we were ranking this from a competitive standpoint, I'd I'd probably give it a six out of 10. Uh, I think we can't be too optimistic for Ekus, but I'm cheering for them. Um, and I, I, you know, excited to see how does this work out? Because you could put X driver, right? You've got a driver who's experienced in any series, moving to a team. That's kind of a downgrade for them. You look at Kyle Busch, kind of a similar situation. Um, Matty D last year going down to the truck series, a driver in that scenario with this new car. That's where my mind is at. Like how big of an impact can this more experienced driver make for a team that hasn't been as good historically. So Christian Eckes has uh, the magnifying glass on him from me. Um, All right, moving through here, GMS racing Chevy. We got Raja Karuth with Wendell Scott Foundation as their sponsor. That was a big announcement for NASCAR. And then Chad Walter is the crew chief. Um, I know they made a big deal about the Wendell Scott sponsorship situation for NASCAR, I'm going to give us a four out of 10. I don't really expect much here. I think he's going to be kind of running like, you know, 15 to, to 25. But um, what are your thoughts on this one?
1: I'm going to go higher on this one. I'm actually kind okay. of intrigued. I think Raj has got a lot of potential. Um, I think he's he's got a big following. Um, you know, he's uh, he just seems like he's a really fun guy. Like, I really think he's going to bring a lot of energy to the sport. And see him full time for a, a team that's been in the truck series for a while in GMS, and they've been successful. Um, I think this is an interesting one to follow. I'm, I'm excited to see Raja. Honestly, he
0: he filled in in the seven car or truck rather last year a couple times, and yep. I got I kind of got caught up in him jumping into that car as far as gambling is concerned. I took a yeah. couple flyers on him, and it really he didn't really do that well. So I might have right. a bitter taste in my mouth, but it'd be interesting to see him in a full time ride um and what they can do there um all right see if we're getting to it here all right so we've got the number 43 gms racing chevy it's daniel die he's up for a rookie of the year travis sharp is his crew chief this year um yeah i mean with the rookies in the cup series excuse me with rookies in the truck series i'm pretty sure this guy's like super young so i like to see these young guys, how they adapt and uh, kind of take everybody by storm. So, I'll give us a, a six out of ten. I'm, I'm interested to see how this goes down.
1: I'm going to go lower just because I'm not a fan of him.
0: You're not a fan of Daniel Dyke. Give me a reason not to like him.
1: Uh, he's been really controversial. Uh, oh, has he? He got arrested for like felony battery last year. At one point, what? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know if he actually—I don't know if he actually got convicted or anything. I think he, but he was suspended for a while and had to get like got reinstated. Um, But there was like a battery charge that was being contemplated. He just doesn't seem like he's got his head on straight. If I'm being honest, so yeah, I don't. Yikes!
0: Okay, what's GMS doing (laughs) signing him? Um, Well, to be honest, that makes me even more interested. I want to see what's going on. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) How How old is he then? I don't have. Seventeen. Well, he was seventeen at the
1: time of this. All this stuff was going on.
0: He caught a charge as a
1: seventeen-year-old. What was he doing? Oh, I remember that. Now that I clicked the story, okay, you might have actually heard of this. You just don't realize it. Did you hear about? So he's the one who punched a fellow student in the nuts and like ruptured the kid's testicle. Oh
0: my God! Yes, that's this is him. Holy cow, dude! Wow. All right. Well that we won't speculate anymore about that (laughs) situation because i don't feel like uh thinking about that but um (laughs) that is uh wild okay so the 43 car just got i don't know i think i think six out of ten is a good (laughs) ranking there maybe (laughs) yeah maybe a minute more interesting (laughs) yeah all right scrolling through here the other 51 kbm motorsport chevy is going to be written by Jack Wood. Doesn't have any sponsors. Brian Patty is the crew chief. It's a good crew chief um, for Jack Wood. And Jack drove the 24 car for GMS last year and really didn't do much. Uh, was, was, you know, remember having expectations, kind of like what we just talked about with Raja, and um, Jack just didn't get it done. So for them to choose, like we talked about, Chase Purdy and Jack Wood, um, kind of just basically saying like, hey, you know, we're going... We're going young, we're going inexperienced, and we're going to see what we can put together here. So I'm going to call this a, a 7 out of 10. Um, what do you think, higher or lower?
1: I'm going to say lower, but the only thing that does make it more interesting is the Brian Patty part. The, the fact that you get getting a cup crew chief for such a young mm-hmm. driver, I think, could make it interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited here. Um, let's see. Thor Sport moving to Ford. We talked about that, so that's Ty Majeski in the 66, Matt Craft in the 88, and then uh, Ben Rhodes in the 99. So those are the changes for the truck series. Uh, I am pumped for this truck series. There are so many guys. Uh, will Ben Rhodes bounce back? Will Zane Smith, you know, his over-under right now is 4.5. Will he be able to capture some of these wins of these guys that aren't there anymore, with John Hunter and uh, Chandler Smith moving up? there are wins to be had um, these these time of Jeske, you know, what's he going to do this year? So a lot of different championship contenders to talk about in the truck series. I'm, I'm looking forward to this uh, playing out. The, the only problem with being such a fan of, of gambling on the truck series and, and like watching the truck series is that it's not every weekend, <laughs> like, only yeah. 23 races in a year. It's like so brutal when you have to wait a while. Um, all right. So let's move to the Xfinity series and I'll let you uh, I guess since I have the, the mouse, um, I'll, I'll still call it out, but I'll let you rank it and then I'll go higher or lower. So, um, Cole Custer, he's not showing up red here. I guess it's been news for so long, but Cole Custer driving the double the zero car. He's got Jonathan Tony as his crew chief. What's your ranking on this one?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and set the bar. This one has a nine. Um, I had it in my top five as, as kind of one of the most interesting moves, um, I was trying to look. I thought I had written down some notes on the crew chief as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Jonathan Tony, he was the lead engineer for uh, Tony Stewart's championship in, t- in 2011. So between Custer and bringing back an, an old-time crew chief, I think this is the, this makes this an, like, an inch, like an interest level of a nine for me.
0: Without a doubt. I'm a nine or a ten, so I guess uh, if I can't be equal, I'll be over. Really yeah. excited to see Cole, see if he can do it, right? The, the ball is in his court, kind of like Haley. Like ball is in her court. It's in his court here in the double zero. I love how, you know, he's back in the double zero. And I think of Cole Custer, like that's what I think of. I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, So yeah. Cole in the double zero, definitely high. um, Also before we,
1: before we go too far, we did forget one from the truck series, but you would have had to scroll down the very bottom. Um, But KBM does have an alliance with rev racing. And are they running part-time? Yeah. And Nick Sanchez is going to be driving that car.
0: I think it's Nick Sanchez. Is that right? Nick Sanchez. We called out as the driver of the two car.
1: Yeah. Right. It's not Nick Sanchez. Who is it then?
0: Maybe that's the, maybe that's the truck then maybe the two truck is
1: the, the Alliance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is red racing. Okay. Number two. That's what it is. The Donnie Stockman guy. Yeah. 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 They will have an Alliance with KBM and run a full truck schedule. Yeah. So maybe that makes it. I think I gave that a two. Maybe it, uh, You chose the over. I think the over was a good pick there.
1: Sorry, didn't mean All to right. go back. I just had that I in my care. notes written down. So,
0: I mean, that's huge for gamblers <clears throat> knowing that there's an alliance there. It's tough to bet trucks because, like I said, <clears throat> you need your your driver that you want to either be in a matchup, or you got to take a real big swing and say they're going to finish top five. Because years past, we've not had top tens. Hopefully, that's coming. But uh, if it's the same as last year, you know, betting a top five on on Nick Sanchez be tough to do. But um, hopefully, you know, that alliance will help with them, and we'll see them up there. So um, moving forward now, we talked about the double zero, uh, the JRM crew. Uh, there's only one major change, but like you called out, Chris, they're getting a crew chief carousel here in this one. So Sam Mayer, the one-car driver. Marty Lindley is the crew chief there. What's your run?der I'm
1: gonna, go, I'm gonna go seven on this one, only because uh, did you know that Lindley and my Sam Meyer or Mayor um, were already together as a as a pair, and they won a K and N championship and an Arc championship together. So pairing them back together, I think makes this really interesting.
0: They know what they're doing at JRM. I, I'll tell you what, like you called out Brandon Jones's uh, crew chief uh, a minute ago. They clearly know what they're doing. I did not know that ARCA connection. Um, And that's huge for a driver like this who's like trying to make a a big stand this season using JRM as a stepping stone. Um, I think Sam Mayer, just to kind of, you know, dive in here for a quick second. Like he's, if I'm Sam Mayer, I'm kind of in a tough spot because you're, you're driving. You saw Noah move up. Then the conversation was always like, well, what if, jrm gets a cup charter who would that be and we've seen dale jr just have glowing things to say about our guy that we'll get to in a second here josh berry and you see noah go up you see the love for brandon jones justin all is just like the the dad of the group you're kind of the forgotten dude here and so this is a a perfect move uh if you're saying that they've had these connections in in years past you said a couple championships arca and where else the k and n series k and n series so yeah that's a a brilliant move by whoever jrm put that together because a guy like this might need that support um because you're looking around the room like damn is anybody forgetting me so good move sam Mayer. look for him to make some strides this year because of that did i convince Um, you
1: on the seven then what's your interest level there now
0: i mean i'm I, I was uh, below a seven, uh, but that piece of information, that'll, that'll put me over. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going through here. Now, we will have to call We're going to call out every every change, uh, even if we're not necessarily uh, too familiar with it or, you know, care that much about it. But the number 07 SS Greenlight Racing Chevy is going to be driven by Blaine Perkins. Crew chief is Mike Hillman, Sr., What's your over-under on that one, Chris?
1: Yeah, I'll give that one a one.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm probably a, a zero, so I'll go under <laughs> a one. Um, then we get to the number seven, JRM Chevy. It's Justin Allgaier, as we know, but he's got the new crew chief, Jim Pullman. Anything on that one? I
1: thought I looked him up, but I didn't write anything down. But I think he's like more the more established. like He's been around for a while, I think is what I remember reading about him. Um, but not as convincing as the other crew chiefs in the mix here um so yeah i'll give this one a four
0: yeah i would i'm fine with that i would i would probably say under as well because i feel like if you're a new crew chief for justin Allguyer, justin is is kind of the one running the show like he's there he's he's (laughs) doesn't seem like he has aspirations to move back up into the cup series um this is kind of where he'll be kind of like a matt crafton situation like i'm fine running saturdays for the rest of my career so you're coming so into that camp. You're, it looks
1: like this guy's most notable, like what he's kind of known for as a crew chief. He served as a crew chief for Juan Pablo Montoya in 2011.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> not that good then. He was a jet dryer. Uh, <laughs> the jet that's dryer guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we'll move to Josh Berry. I guess he's got the same crew chief as last year, uh, according to Jayski. I don't know that's, if that's correct. No, Taylor Ward was the same mayor last year. Oh, he was. was okay. So, yeah, he's not showing that up should red. should be
1: red. Yeah.
0: Um, so, he's got some new sponsors this year. Like I said, Dale Jr. was talking about him nonstop, so that's probably where the sponsors are coming from, Bass Pro Shops being the, the big name. Um, any ranking here that you can come up with, 1 to 10? I'm
1: going to give this one a 7 just because we're going to reference All Things Go again. Taylor Moyer was on with Derek Yoder. Uh, on that podcast with him and Brian Murphy. And it was quite the listen and they seem really pumped up about this, uh, this pairing. So I'll give it a seven.
0: All right. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people in the gambling community are looking at Josh Barry as a championship pick. And, you know, if you're not paying attention to the, the gambling odds, um, maybe, you know, in October when he's in the playoffs and he's hunting, like, Maybe people are gonna be like, oh, where'd he come from? But I, I think this is a trendy championship pick. And if he's got a, a solid crew chief um to, to come help him through that, then great. We talked about the number nine, Brandon Jones for JRM. He's got Menards, he's got Jason Burdett. Um any ranking on this one? We'll go
1: another nine here.
0: Yeah, I'll go over because he was he was one of the guys I called out in the previous segment. Yeah. Um yeah, so then scrolling through here, we're getting to another name that I'm excited to talk about. I'm anxious to hear your ranking. This is the number 16 College Racing Chevy for the Xfinity Series, and it's Chandler Smith moving up from the Cup Series, signed on to ride full-time. So uh, what is your excitement level ranking 1 to 10 for Chandler?
1: I'm going to go to 8 here, uh, because not only did he leave KBM and leave Toyota, he's moving over to Chevy, so... Manufacturer changes are always big because they're trying to. That's you. That's them saying they're trying to kind of find a new direction with their career, you know, and, and see where they can go with it. Um, and colleague, we've seen a lot, of, a lot of, you know, prior to last year, they've had, showed a lot of success in the Xfinity series. Um, and then, you know, you had Dinger uh, really, really competing big time for them last year. So to take over that car, I this could be pretty big time for him.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough when you're a truck driver and you've had success i called out shut and created called out austin hill earlier and you're going into a car that you know doesn't really have the blueprint for success but the 16 it has had that success so uh really happy for him that he snagged this ride excited to see what he can do with it uh, what was your number i don't eight eight yeah i would say i'm nine like i'm i'm okay. i'm really excited to hear what or see what goes down with Chandler and in the truck series last year I used to do like a, a Smith Smith boys parlay like on matchups well now I can do it with race wins and uh, let's we'll see how that goes that <laughs> might not be too lucrative uh, at least in the start of the season but we'll see so Chandler Smith on uh, the 16 car then in the 18 Sammy Smith he's got a a new crew chief Jeff Meandering. Uh, don't know that name. Do you know anything about Jeff as the crew yeah, chief no, here?
1: I have nothing on him.
0: Okay. Um, so what's your interest, excitement level here for the 18?
1: Um, well, and technically, I Smith's not really red because he did do a few races in this car last year, but um, I'm still kind of counting it as new. I don't know if you are, but I would, I would say, I would say a
0: six. Yeah, I guess I'll go lower. Um, I, I, You know, Sammy Smith, I know I've seen people, like I said, I've not really been a big Xfinity fan. This is going to be like, I'm going to be all in on Xfinity, at least watching it um, until I really get a hold of the the gambling on it, feeling confident enough to, to put out picks for Xfinity. But um, I've seen people call out Sammy Smith as a, a pick weekend and, or on a random weekend, um, but it doesn't really – excite me all that much at this point right now in january so um what does is the next one is number 19 jgr toyota which is ryan truex um the 19 car in the Xfinity series is a pretty big deal and he's got the crew chief jason Ratcliffe, which is also uh, a, a you know big name so what's your excitement level here for ryan truex
1: I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a seven um, just because I don't, I have no idea what to expect from this. Like, Ryan Trix is not like a household name. Um, there's like the running joke that he's Martin's brother, which is not true, um, which is hilarious to follow because they kind of like both feed into it, which is hilarious. Um, so, yeah, so him coming to a big time ride in the 19, like you said, and, and getting a big time crew chief with it, I think. It's it gauges some interest for sure. So I'll go seven. I'll, I'll say equal,
0: I'll say seven okay. on the dot. I think that's a good pick. Um, yeah. How many times do you think someone's going to get confused and, and take true X in the 19 car, meaning oh. true X in the 19 car. <laughs> I <didn't put> that <laughs> what I mean? That's hilarious. Like, they're both driving the 19, like JGR is not doing much for people with, uh, you know, I don't know, some, some bad memories. Um, they don't have but,
1: the they don't have the sponsor there, but I mean Joe Gibbs has already got Bass Pro locked up. Why don't they just give Truex to Truex, Bass Pro to Bass Pro, and just confuse everybody even more?
0: I mean, there's a marketing possibility here <laughs> that's for sure. I could see a commercial right now in my head, like yeah, uh, in charge. I, I could put that together. Um, we'll stick with J. <clears throat> excuse me. We'll stick with JGR, and it's the John Hunter Nemechek call out. I, I talked about this as one of my options earlier. He's driving, he's got a plethora of sponsors and Ben Bayshore is his crew chief. So, um, we talked about it a bunch, but what's your rating here for this one? You
1: convinced me quite a bit. So I'm gonna give us an 10.
0: Sorry, I muted myself there so I could cough and <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad. So I <laughs> guess, uh, I guess I'll have to go under, I mean, you know, 10, 10 out of 10. Jeez, man, keep your pants on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i probably agree i'm a, i'm really excited to see him do big things uh this year and if he doesn't that would be a letdown uh all right so moving through the 24 sam hunt racing toyota connor mosak with chris bowen as the crew chief anything on these guys
1: not a clue i'm gonna go okay. with a two on this one
0: yeah um i i I'm a fan of like when people try to get into the sport. Um, so Sam Hunt, obviously country music singer, getting into the sport. But uh, yeah, I can't get too and excited. They're, ex- with this
1: they're expanding to two teams, which
0: is which cool. is aggressive. Yeah, aggressive with not much success at all. Yeah, um, I, I think they're jumping the gun too soon. Um, number twenty-five AM Racing. That is Brett Moffitt. Doesn't have a crew chief announced yet. Um, They've got the Roush Yates engine affiliate. Um, I, you know, I want Brett Moffitt to, to do well, but it just seems like he's just one of those guys, man. He's been like pinballed around and and just hasn't had a fair shake, I guess uh, in the Xfinity series. So it's unfortunate, but what's your uh, excitement level of the 25 car?
1: I I think my excitement is more with, with, Seeing what Moffat can do with a new opportunity, getting getting away from our Motorsports and seeing, yeah, kind of how it, if or how he'll prosper. So I'll I'll give it a five just just for that sake.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll say six, uh, mm-hmm. but same feelings. Uh, more so, just like he he was so good in the trucks, and it's not like you just forget how to drive. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just hasn't had the the equipment. I mean, he's a champion. I've got his die. I have his championship diecast. Little mini guy right here, um, <laughs> right in front of me. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm clearly into Brett Moffitt and, and hoping that he has some success, but, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. So, Jordan Anderson Racing, they are expanding to, um, I think a, a second full-time team yet it says it right there. So Jeb Burton is driving the 27 Jordan Anderson racing Chevy. No crew chief announced as far as Jayski is aware, but they got a boatload of sponsors. Um, what are your thoughts on Jeb? So I've got
1: to give a little shout out here because I had the opportunity to actually sit on his pit box last year at Charlotte. Um, and I was sitting thanks to their fifth sponsor listed there that per year tank lines, I actually have a friend whose stepdad is a co-owner of that business. Um, wow. So that's how I got to be on the pit box for Jeb. And I got to take pictures with Jeb and talk to him and Ward before the race. Um, so for the fact that I have a little fandom kind of going on here, yeah. even, though, even though Jeb is hasn't really been that great, um, I'm going to put my seven level of seven just because, hey, Jordan and Racing, it's a, it's a team that's been around for a little bit. And its he's getting away from our motorsports and kind of starting his own refresh i guess i can i guess that's probably our motto of of this podcast yeah is is, is drivers getting a refresh so yeah i'm gonna go seven on this one
0: perfect i mean that's pretty cool yeah i think you did tell me that story but i guess uh you know it's been a while and i didn't put the two and two together with the the names here so very cool and that pure year tank liners got a or tank lines tank lines yeah tank lines they also
1: Uh, they also sponsor um a bunch of cars in the car store and so sorry this is way off topic but they they go as a sponsor to these races and they sponsor as many cars as they can and then while they're at like on site at these races they recruit people to come drive for them
0: which is pretty cool they use it as a recruiting tool that's
1: really cool i like that the things the things you don't know about like the other side of sponsorship right like yeah just just as much as they want to be in the sport they're trying to recruit people to come to them as well
0: i you know what my excitement level is up for for the (laughs) 2017 jordan anderson racing jeb Burton. i like it uh we'll stick with jordan anderson he's got parker Retzlaff. uh no crew chief announced i don't know anything about parker um i don't know if you have anything excitement wise
1: no uh i'll go i'll go three on this one
0: okay yeah i'll go below that um Number 34, Jesse Iwuji Motorsports Chevy. I think I'm saying his name right. Is that correct? Yeah, I think it is. Iwuji. Jesse Iwuji. Um, this says that Kyle Weatherman might be running in this car, even though uh, Jesse Iwuji is like listed as the, the top guy, and it's Jesse Iwuji Racing. It's his team. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but Jesse Iwuji was the guy – who got in the way of Ty Gibbs out in the rain, like up in Portland yep. or wherever the hell they were. Yep. Um, and basically made a name for himself for being like completely not able to drive. So now he said, you know what, we're going to start our own team. Yeah. I'm <laughs> going to,
1: yes, you're hundred percent correct. And I'm going to expand okay. on this. I'm going to give this a zero because <laughs> this guy, Oh man, we're probably going to get a little hate for this, but he, he does, he serves, he's like in the armed forces. I'm pretty sure. but but because of that he like rarely attends practices he just shows up that's
0: right i do remember them talking about that okay yeah
1: and it apparently makes a lot of people really upset and really mad because they feel like like yes he's in the armed arm services and he's our armed forces and he's doing good for the country and everything but like you need to be there for every part you know, driver, medium, practice, qualified race. You can't just show up and race. That's not, that's defeating the purpose of the sport. This is a professional sport.
0: That's tough. As you you know, being part of the, being part of the armed forces. Now I'd like to understand a little bit more about that as we comment on him starting his own race team. Like if, if, and I don't know much, like my hand is up here. I don't know really much about Jesse at all. Um, but if he still is a member of the armed forces in some capacity and he, he does have something keeping him away from the racetrack, how are we supposed to expect the 34 car to be much of anything? So um, interesting, but we'll see. Uh, so zero, I guess, I guess I'll go one. Maybe I'm a little <laughs> bit more intrigued. Uh, I'm just kind of hoping that they, he doesn't make headlines for the wrong reasons like he did last year. Um, Alpha Prime, they've got a few cars uh, to call out here all in a row. And names that you probably know. Uh, number 43, Alpha Prime Racing Chevy, Ryan Ellis. He's been around the block. Um, and we don't have a crew chief announced, according to Jayski. Uh, what's your thoughts on Ryan Ellis in the 43?
1: So only based upon the fact that he, him and uh, Matt DiBenedetto had a podcast for a very short time together. Uh, this was his co-host. So just for that, a little shout out to Matt Benedetto here. I'll give it a five.
0: All right, yeah, I'll I'll go uh, I'll go equal five. Ryan Ellis is actually um, a, a hockey player. He was a, a very good, not this Ryan Ellis. There's a second Ryan Ellis in sports. He was a great defenseman for the Predators and the Flyers. My team uh, picked him up, and he hasn't played. I think more than like 10 games if at all for the Flyers because of a like weird injury. So whenever people talk about Ryan Ellis, I've seen people on like my social media feeds, like pull up articles about this Ryan Ellis yeah. and then try to talk about like the flyers, Ryan Ellis, and it always results in a lot of confusion, which makes me laugh. So um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my Ryan Ellis <clears throat> story. Number 44 alpha prime racing is Jeffrey Earnhardt. Big name. Uh, what's your excitement level on Jeffrey here? Just, just for the fact that he's turned hard, it's
1: gotta be, <clears throat> well, should I go three or eight? Right. That feels, that feels
0: <laughs> good. One. That was good. I'll go three. I'll, we'll get three on that one. I'll go four. I'll go higher than a three just because Jeffrey, like I don't know much about him. You know, obviously been been seeing his results in the different series that he's been running and the different races that he's been doing like spot races here and there for the last couple seasons um but how can you not cheer for him like he seems like an awesome dude um just kind of gets it and you know if he's running a full schedule and they had the, car,
1: that, that race where they brought back the they brought back um Oh my God! Well, who is his crew chief? Remember that whole deal? It was like, like Talladega or Daytona, and he was running like the three. Or oh, the... Larry Mac. Yeah, it was Larry Mac. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It was
0: Larry Mac as the crew chief. That was cool. So if you do that, if you do, cool. do that again, uh, hey, it's a ten. Crew chief has a question mark next to it, Larry <laughs> Mack, If you're listening, that would make my year. If you were, and also the spots available. Um, <laughs> yeah, the number forty-five Alpha Prime Racing Chevy. Has a few different drivers, but the one that they're calling out here is a hell of a name, Leland Honeyman Jr. Anything on Leland, Chris? Nothing. 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 On Leland. <laughs> All right. Zero out of 10. I'll do I'll yeah. the same there. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is possibly somebody to talk about the number 48 big machine racing Chevy Parker Kligerman. Full time ride for the Xfinity 48 car. What's your over under?
1: nine i love this this is this was actually i probably should have brought this up as one of my honorable mentions i i'm a huge fan of parker kligerman i was stoked for him to have to get this opportunity um he won he won uh last year in the truck series at was it road
0: america maybe um is road america or like mid ohio or like one of those
1: yeah and then that basically sparked the conversation for this to happen so like everything about this i like and he's actually still going to run part-time as well Um, in uh, trucks and he's going to do pit reporting on Sundays. So he's going to be at like literally in every capacity at the tracks this weekend or this year. Uh,
0: If you're someone out there who like doesn't like Parker, I'd love to just have you comment on something, (laughs) you know, Twitter or or Instagram. Just want to hear why, like, how could you not cheer for Parker uh, for what he does for the sport from a, you know, reporting angle. And then he hops in the car, you know, every week, as he's got all that commitment and goes in and races. So yeah. really cool to see him get that full-time ride. I, I would agree. Um, I guess maybe I'm an eight, but I'm not, uh, I'm not, not excited as they say. So right. if you're a nine, I'm, I'm right below it. Um, so good. And a good number too, obviously. Uh, all right. Now we're getting into some of the, you know, bottom of the barrel, I guess the 78 BJ McLeod motorsports Chevy is Anthony Alfredo, Pat, trison is the crew chief what do you got for me here over under for uh fast pasta
1: i do love his name um but for the excitement level i'm going to go like a two i mean it's it sucks to see like this guy was a cup driver you know like two uh-huh. years ago and now he's driving for bj motor bj mcclellan sports in the extended series like yeah i'm just not excited for this
0: i know and, and it's one he's a guy that like if you were like controlling the nascar world like you were like playing the sims right and you could like just change or play god like i would love to see what he could have done in like the five car for hendrick motorsports Yeah. but here we are you know what i mean he's driving the 78 for xfinity um i think this has potentially be a hell of a, a die cast the 78 dude wipes car if they do it right but uh so i go slightly higher just for the, the possibility of a cool die cast if <laughs> lionel racing takes the time out to make one um but yeah he does have a big good.
1: uh he has a big tiktok following i will say that he's he's at least making an effort to like be relatable Really, yeah like kind of like Haley's remarkable. doing with her youtube channel like so that's cool but yeah, from a racing standpoint I, it's just not there
0: hasn't gotten it done uh and in that same vein josh palicki is driving the 91 car dj dgm racing chevy um Mario Gosselin is his crew chief. What's your over-under for this guy?
1: <laughs> we'll go one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a shame. Josh Balicki just kind of like, I don't know, synonymous with being a back marker. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, and then, uh, wow, we just similar, get rid of right? these guys. Very similar. <laughs> 99 BJ McLeod is Garrett Smithley. He's got Lee Leslie as his crew chief. Um, so what's your over-under here? Yeah, it's
1: just another one. It's all these Rickway Racing guys. They're just yeah, like same thing. They like graduated backwards.
0: Exactly. It's a great way to put it. It Really <laughs> is. I mean, I'm not trying to laugh. Like it's just from a fan standpoint, from a gambling standpoint. Like these guys are yeah. not, not really bringing anything to the table. Garrett um, Smith.
1: Garrett Smith did have an eye racing victory uh, when they had that. That remember, like during COVID, they were doing those eye during COVID, races during COVID. That's
0: right, and that yeah. had people saying like, "Wow, maybe I can bet on them in yeah. in uh, real life." Not the case. All right. So we'll go to the cup series. Um, We talked about a lot of these confirmed changes, but, um, and and there's one name that we did not call out. That's uh, hanging out here. Now and we're going to talk about it when we get there. So we'll scroll through and Austin Dillon, AD has a new crew chief, Keith Rodden Um, thoughts on this. Actually, I got to be the one to to rank for the cup series. So I'm going to say I'm six out of 10 on this one. Uh, Austin, I think is already getting a bit of a wake up call or a refresher, as we keep saying with, with, uh, Kyle Bush coming over, you know, it's always been Austin's team. And I think that's to his detriment. Like, I don't think he's, uh, I watched the show with my wife, um, and he tries to be kind of like a leader, uh, but it's just. I don't know. It's just missing something. And and I think maybe Kyle coming in and just being like that guy to be able to offset him where he doesn't have to be the leader is going to be interesting. So to have a new crew chief, a new teammate, I think that's good for Austin Dillon. So I've given this a six out of 10.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'm going to go equal, I think on this one, um, just because well, all of the same reasons you did. And then I actually do, I did write a few notes down for this Keith Rodden. Um, I don't know if you recognize him, but you do know that he, his longest tenured uh, stint as a crew chief was with Casey Kane.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. It was yeah. towards the end of Kane's. Yeah. I remember he did an AMA on Reddit when he took over for Casey and, uh and I, he asked, he answered a question that I put in. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> there, were, there weren't too many people asking questions, but yeah, he's uh He's yeah, he's very experienced. He's, he's been a race engineer and a for
1: a bunch of teams. And he recently served as this is the most interesting, like, I would love to know what this job actually does. But he most recently served as the Motorsports Competition NASCAR Strategy Group at General
0: Motors. <laughs> that sounds fun as hell. Like, <laughs> sign me up. It seems like they just watch old NASCAR races and thought yeah. about it. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's you know, I am excited for RCR this season for all the number of reasons that we talked about. And there's just another reason, you know, uh, another fire under the ass of Austin Dillon. So, uh, all right, we're going to find somebody new here as we're going through the cup series. And let's see, well, we talked about AJ in the 16. He's not showing up red, but um, we did talk about him. So we won't uh, go any further for him. Uh, Let's see. Really scrolling through here. Michael McDowell has a new crew chief, Travis Peterson. Uh, that name doesn't do much for me. I'll I'll say I, I kind of have the same expectations that I have for the last five years for Michael McDowell. Um, so I'll rate this like a 2 out of 10. What do you think, over-under?
1: Yeah, over, under? yeah um, I'm going to say higher just because Michael McDowell did have somewhat of a, like a breakout season last year, like where he was actually – Pretty good, but his crew chief left. So, you know, was it is this the was it the him or the crew chief situation? You know, who was really elevating we'll the team?
0: He's going to be with uh, I mean, we'll talk about <clears> in <him throat> a second here, but he's he's gonna be with the 48 team. So okay. um that'll be fun to see that work out. Um the number 38 front row motorsports Ford is driven by youngster Todd Gillen. He's still there, but he's got a new crew chief, Ryan Burgundy. Um I don't. Let's see. I don't know why did his old crew chief leave. Like, kind of like a, a young quarterback. Why, if you can prevent it from happening, why would you have like multiple head coaches or multiple OCs for a young quarterback? This is a kid who, you know, struggled last year. A new crew chief like that quickly. Well, I think the next. I, I don't know.
1: That second sentence is what explains it. His crew chief moved up to the technical director at Front Row Motorsports.
0: So that's a that's a uh, promotion. I would assume. I okay. don't know. <laughs> I mean, to me, technical director, uh, maybe I I don't know. That's um, more of
1: like a like a overarching team you're, role you're, than just like segment into one team, I yeah. guess.
0: Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um but so even that, right? I would still question yeah. front row on making that a reality like if if you have your guy in seth barber uh who was his crew chief last year if he's your guy and you want to make him something more great why don't we give it another year like let this kid get used to someone in his ear and and all that but we'll see maybe this uh ryan burgundy character is is legit
1: i will say Uh, as just as i clicked his name just to see where he came from he was the he has been the car chief for michael mcdowell's car for the last two years so all right so he's
0: part of the crew he's, yeah. he's part of the group he's you know a friendly face yeah um which i would imagine like they're not going to hire somebody like outside that right. that all makes sense that checks out it's just uh i don't know i i don't think that i would have done that if i was in charge of front row but it is what it is so i'll, I'll give this a four um i guess actually no I'll, I'll take that back i'll give this a six because i'm interested to see you know, if this sparks anything for Todd, uh, I'm a little disappointed in front row, which I would have said for, but what do you think right. over under six interest level?
1: I think I'll go lower just cause. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what to expect. And I don't really, uh, there's a, a, a lot more moves. I think I'm more excited about than that. So.
0: For sure. And we're landing on one right now the 41 car. He's replacing Cole Custer. This is Ryan priest. Chad Johnson is crew chief. Um, this is a huge move I think a lot of people are excited about Ryan Priest he did uh, he had a year last year that I think any driver would love to have like he got named as the like taxi driver for Stuart Haas racing. Um, I think it originally started with him thinking he was going to take over the 10 car for Almarola. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Almarola came back uh, announced that he was coming back for the 2023 season conversation started swirling well we have priests kind of waiting in the wings like what are we going to do meanwhile he's going out he's winning races in the truck series he's running xfinity races he's running spot truck series or excuse me cup series races from time to time modifies during have, the week he's having his ball right yeah. so good for him took a, a quote-unquote year off from full-time racing essentially but still got his you know kicks and did well in the process so kind of Kept his name around, earned this spot as uh they they kicked Cole back down to Xfinity and and you know Priest, I think he's someone to to watch for, man. I mean, I I'm saying the obvious, right? I'm not breaking yeah. any news with that. You know, when we go to these super speedways, he's been a guy who you gotta keep your eye on. But I think now what I want to see for priest is to see more in the um mile and a half packages and and those sorts of things. We know he's a factor when we get to the Daytonas and Talladega's of the world. What more can you give me? And you're going to be measuring yourself against how Cole Custer did last year, right? That's your, do you agree? Or do you think he's got like higher expectations to measure against? I think, I think just
1: being better than, than Cole is, is a start, right? Yeah. Um, But, I actually, you mentioned super speedways. If we're gonna bring this back to like gambling for a second, I think I'm gonna be looking at him at like short flats because he's so into the like he's he's been running modifieds for a long time, and what a modifieds run short flats. Yeah, man. So I I think I'm gonna be really. I think we can get some good numbers on him if he doesn't quite like flash early, Um, and we if we can catch him at like a like a New Hampshire or. Um, you know, whatever else we might be able to catch him at even like a Martinsville. I'm still kicking myself. One of the things that uh, was Josh Berry last year at Martinsville. Like a lot of people caught him at like 40 to one. And that was like the most, like that made the most sense in the world. If I think we could repeat that this year with Ryan Preece, I think we can catch him now that we're putting on those sound waves that we're not going to get that number, but
0: well, I think you're giving uh, this podcast a little bit too much credit, but um, (laughs) yeah, the, that's a, a perfect, like that's the reason why we did this episode right was to make everyone aware of the changes but also talk about the gambling implications of it and and there you go like Ryan priest you want to keep your eyes peeled you want to check you know I haven't dug into the numbers on his cup series career at those tracks but because he has been you know running those style tracks somebody to watch for and uh, he's loose man he's coming back refreshed I'd have to imagine really excited and uh yeah really looking forward to see Priest driving that 41 car so uh we're i know we're not alone there a lot of people are are anxious Mm -hmm. about that and a lot of people are anxious about this one as well the 42 new name okay petty motorsports petty gms motorsports they are changing their name to legacy motor club i like the club what do you think are you Uh, you a fan of the club
1: uh, yeah i like it this is this is it's something doing something different right it's not like there's not falling into the same brain as everybody else like they're yeah and legacy with like two champions as their co-owner 2 seven time champions as their co-owner. Like this, is, this is awesome. I Fantastic.
0: Love this. So the 42 car, it was announced earlier in the year, but um, uh, I guess in August, um, Noah Gregg's going to be moving up to the cup series. So many people excited to see this happen. It's been a long time coming. It feels like, so he's driving, it's not a top tier team, obviously It's a you know, uh, kind of, off the beaten trail team they have not been good uh the the 43 car hasn't been fantastic and then they expanded to 42 the two-team shop uh once again last year with ty Dillon, that didn't work out but noah gregson he's young and he's excited and you know he's got black rifle coffee company awesome die casts, and he's got luke lambert as his crew chief which i'm very excited about um so i would give this a nine out of ten what do you think chris
1: yeah. I think, yeah, nine's a good number. I think I'm just going to say, I think I'm going to say eight just for the fact of like, we've seen, we've seen like the 43 have success with, with Eric Jones last year. And I think, you know, he was surpassed a lot of people's expect, expectations, but the 42 was kind of nowhere to be found. So for the sake of like, yes, I'm interested to see how this pair of Gregson and Lambert can change the success of the 42. I think an eight, nine is, is a good number for that. Cause it'll be, it'd be fun to watch this. And Gregson, like unlike a lot of these, well, yeah, unlike Prius, really mainly, I guess, because Almendinger and um, uh, who else am I getting? Who's coming up? Oh, Ty. Um, oh, well, I guess never, never mind, it's not true. I was gonna say they've they've gotten their feet wet with this new car, whereas other drivers haven't. So the fact that Noah has that already coming in is is a good step for him as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, maybe less than 9 out of 10 is a good choice because we do have to temper expectations a little bit. It's the 42 car, right? Yeah. It, it, you can't expect him to be coming in and, and changing things right away. But um, while we're on that topic, we haven't been talking about part-time drivers um, in this segment here, calling out all the changes for this year. But we, we have to talk about the other legacy driver, and it's Jimmy Johnson uh, running a, a part-time schedule for them in the – 84 car uh so obviously the inverse of the 48 and that's gonna be fun to watch i don't have the full schedule yet. i don't think they even released that but um how can you not be excited about that as a fan and as a gambler you know it's jimmy johnson he did his stint in indycar didn't go all that well so now he's coming home he's buying in you know back to his, his roots here and uh buying into this legacy motor club brand. And he's going to try to promote that brand by putting the car out there in the top tens, top five. So it'd be fun to watch for sure. Um, yeah. Very excited about that. We'll move to the 47 Ricky Stenhouse. He, he just feels like he's never going anywhere. Um, no matter how good or bad he is, he's just always going to be there. It feels like, and they'll just keep changing the crew chief. So it's Mike Kelly, as the crew chief uh, coming in this season, uh, yeah, I mean as Brian Patty moves uh, into the truck series, we've got Mike Kelly coming in. So any, actually, no, I'll go. I'm I'm calling this like a three out of ten excitement level.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go higher just because um, similar to what I said earlier with Taylor or with Sam Moyer and and his or Sam Mayer and his crew chief pairing. Uh, Mike Kelly and Stenhouse have won championships together. They won back-to-back spinning championships together. Um, And Mike Kelly was also the car chief for Kurt's championship season 2004. So Mike Kelly's got a good background. Um, And bringing two guys who have been successful before
0: together, it's interesting to see what happens. I mean, I'm always a fan of that. We talked about it, like you said, uh, with the one car and the Xfinity. So Ricky, I mean, it just feels like he's got an endless leash. Um yeah, and they're just too nice. They're like the Pittsburgh Steelers with coaches, like just, <laughs> just let them go. Uh and, the, but...
1: and they continue to have the worst paint schemes on Sundays.
0: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> really I, I, hate their- I could argue against that. I don't know. Now I'm gonna be looking for their paint schemes. I'm gonna be sending you pictures every Sunday. Oh, they're terrible. Um, I don't I don't know why they
1: insist like they'll have a Reese's orange car and then a blue Kroger hood.
0: <laughs> who came up with that? Like who thought that's a good idea? I hate, I hate it. I that hate that type of stuff. I agree with the Sony D car though. Come on. That's, that's a sweet car.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
0: The NOS is the cool. <laughs> the NAS is the only thing they got going for them. <laughs> well, we'll move to the 48 car. We kind of touched on it a, a second ago. Uh, Greg Ives is moving away from uh, crew chief role overall. And, uh, Alex Bowman will have a new crew chief. It's Blake Harris. So uh I I'm gonna say this is a seven for me because Alex Bowman is an enigma. Um, I know he signed on, let's see, he signed a two-year contract. Um oh no, this is a this This is a contract year. Sorry. Um touch on this in a second, but yeah. Yeah, this is a contract season. That's right. So Uh, And Ally is signed on through 2023. So this is a a huge year for Alex Bowman. And and like I said, he's he's a tough one to nail down. So this is a 7 out of 10 um, with this new crew chief coming in for me. You going over under.
1: I'm going over only because I think they're bringing in this crew chief to say, like, this is it. Like, this is your year to prove it. We're going to bring in a guy who just led Michael McDowell to a career year. Um, he was also, a Blake Harris is also the car chief for Martin Truex juniors championship with furniture row in 2017. So you're bringing in a guy that is only going to elevate the program and say, Alex, this is, you want a new contract at the end of the season? This, we're giving you all the tools you need to do it. So I'm going higher on this
0: one. That's a, a good reason to go higher. I can't argue that. And you're bringing the, the knowledge with the crew chiefs tonight. I really appreciate that. Um, deep dive. I, hey, that's the type <laughs> of stuff that we need, man. Um, the 54 card JGR highly documented tons of conversation already. It's Ty Gibbs. They're moving away from the 18 number and, uh, they're throwing the 54 on the side of his car. Ty Gibbs got some, uh, races in last year. Um, when Kurt went out, he was driving the 45 and the 23 car last year. And he's got Chris Gale as his crew chief, uh, I'm excited for Ty Gibbs, Uh, so much hype around him, won the championship last year. Obviously, that huge tragedy that happened the night after he won um, kind of changes your perspective of this kid a little bit, Uh, whereas everyone was like super aggressive towards him and and hating on him. Now, I think it kind of sets and resets people. Uh, his fandom a little bit and gives you a pause. So, I'm, I'm really excited to see Ty perform in the cup series. It's not a fill in role anymore. This is his ride. No more drama around the contracts of Kyle Bush or who's he replacing, etc. Let's do it. 54 car. I'm nine out of 10 for Ty.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good number. I'm gonna say equal. I like, I also like the fact, like, at first, I didn't like the fact that they didn't give him the 18. But then, the more I sat on it, I was like, you know, I like that. Like, eighteen was kind of like Kyle Bush's legacy. The fifty-four is kind of already kind of in Ty's legacy, coming up through the ranks. So let him keep, let him keep that legacy of that fifty-four and let that live on. So I, I, I kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I always think about um, with the numbers. Uh, it's just sidetracked, but I always think about Dale Junior um when he went from the eight to the 88 he talked about how he he cared a lot about the people who got tattoos of his number all they had to do was just add a number eight like (laughs) so for kyle they just got to get the one removed and and they're good um (laughs) it won't be it won't be too bad you're not taking the whole damn thing off for for fans of ty if you've got a tat already man you just stick around um stick with the 54 so yeah um that that always i get a kick out of that all right we're gonna move to the 78 it's a uh, bj mcleod uh driving that but josh balicki will jump in uh a little bit and david ingram is the crew chief for this ride it looks like it's kind of a a, a double driver situation here uh i'm gonna go one out of ten
1: yeah yeah uh, lower i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> lower than one all right and that is it uh, for the cup series before we get into the uh, we're not going to get into like the part-time rides other than jimmy but uh, any other comments around the the cup series oh I, I think i missed one i don't know how i missed them uh, but ty dillon is moving from petty gms to the number 77 spire motorsports car um I'm a seven out of ten just because we get to bet on Ty Dillon at Super Speedways, man. I'm I'm a broken record with that. You guys make fun of me uh all <laughs> the time. But uh yeah, I, I I think the cup series is in a better place with Ty Dillon in it. So um <laughs> higher lower than a seven.
1: I'm gonna go lower. But hey, to your point, like Spire showed a little bit of something, a little something something at the Super Speedways last year with Corey, anyway. Yeah, uh, so they did. Maybe I'll be the one wrong on this one. Maybe the maybe the seven is justified.
0: Well, you know I'm gonna be throwing top ten to start the year on uh Ty. He's he's kick ass at Daytona, so it won't be long uh for anyone listening to this podcast to hear me talking about Ty. <laughs> so that is it. All right, it was a deep dive. I know we're we're deep into this episode. This is one of our longest episodes ever. Um and it's it's like I said, to reiterate calling out all the changes so you're aware of everything and we really did go into everything so chris i appreciate you doing that now let's uh let's pull this down here and and we're gonna look ahead to next year's silly season because silly season doesn't stop man even when they wave the the green flag at the clash or daytona starts the 2023 season you and I are already going to be scheming about who's filling in these cars next year. So let me start this segment and we won't go too long into this because we're deep into this episode already, but um, just today, or was it yesterday? Kevin Harvick announces that this is his last year. So makes me so thankful. We didn't do this last week. We get to talk about this. Kevin Harvick out of the four cars, Stuart Haas racing, once again, looking for another driver. Um, so immediately you think, all right, well, does Cole get boosted back up there? Who in the Ford camp is legit? Uh, I've got my answer. It might be the same as yours, but as the guest, I'm going to let you go first. What are your thoughts on on Harvick moving away and, and who fills that spot next year in Silly Season? Um, so I guess to
1: start with the thoughts about it, you're 100 percent right. I'm so glad we didn't record yesterday. We uh, we were both texting each other like, "Holy crap, that just happened." Um, it's not all that surprising though. I, I'm actually, I'm I'm waiting for them to release the news that he's gonna come in to like a announcer role of some sort because he's he's kind of dabbled in that. He's also really um, influential in, um, not Brexton. What's his son's name? Keelan. Keelan. Yes. in in Keelan's career as Keelan comes up to the ranks uh, with go-kart racing and all that. Um, so I wouldn't say it's all that surprising to see, to see that he's, uh, hanging it up. Um, he also bought into the cars ownership with, um, he's all that. It's like him, mm-hmm. Justin Marks, somebody One else. Of the him.
0: burdens, Jeff Burton. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think you're right. Um, so he's still getting, getting his, uh, his fill. Um, Who's going to take over for him? So,
0: I just before you say that, I just want to say I'm disappointed that he's stepping away. I, I think that he's got. I know he's older, but I feel like Harvick has one, two, maybe even three more years left in him. But so I'm upset that he's he's hanging it up. But um, with that being said, who do you think?
1: I think we probably have the same guy. <laughs> um, Was same- he a
0: draft pick of mine on your show?
1: Yeah, he was. Okay, Zane Smith. That's right. I think I think makes the the most logical sense here. Um, You know, people might question is the move from truck to to cup too much, but I don't. I really don't think so. I mean, Zane has shown like a lot of maturity. Um, He handled that championship with like pure class. um, Raced the hell out of that last race. Yep. If if you bet anything other than Zane, Zane, you were kicking yourself the entire night because that was the fastest truck I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I, I just think that makes the most sense. He seems he seems like the most logical fit. If not for Custer coming back up, um, I don't think that's actually going to happen. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I think. Um, I'm sure you agree.
0: I agree. I think Zane's the pick. He's marketable. Um, you know, he, he he's a champion in a lower series. Um like you said, said all the right things. He's got the face for it, right? Like he's a sponsor's dream. And to skip Xfinity makes me a little nervous. Uh, we saw it with Todd Gillen, I believe. Like he went straight from trucks to the show and hasn't really been having the great start to his career, but he's also in much lesser equipment. Um, so I think this is kind of like a dream scenario for a lot of teams. Like he's kind of, if that were to happen, yeah. That would be a guinea pig situation because you're saying like, all right, you know, I'm taking a, a truck driver who has proven skipping and I'm putting them in a real deal ride, you know, sink or swim, go yeah. for it. It's not a prove yourself in a 38 car. It's here. You go here. are The keys to a, a kick-ass car. So I, and the, the other part of this argument is who else does Ford have yeah. Riley Hurst Get the fuck out of here? Like that, that's nothing. Um, <laughs> You know, sorry to Riley Hurst, but, like, come on, man. Like, you're not driving the four car. You can't possibly think that this news was good for you today. Um, so, and then you get into the Haley Deegan factor. She's I about to say, Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and I know that there's a connection between Deegan and and Harvick in some way, as far as, like, mentor or that sort of thing, um, connecting at the track. Uh, but if you're saying, all right, the, the knocks on that would be, well, she's going directly from, from truck. To cup and if you're saying that's what zane's doing zane has a much better resume than that so i feel like zane is their best prospect in the ford camp to me it's it's easy peasy man there's no uh there's no doubt that he's got to be driving for seward haas for call but
1: the only other scenario that stand out there and this will probably be something that we're about to talk about as well as kind of other predictions but um another reference from Jordan Bianchi with The Athletic, he made a list of the guys that he believes, because it's not, this stuff isn't always easy to find like other sports. Contracts are kind of like kept secret in NASCAR. But from what Jordan believes, the the guys that are in their contract gears this year are Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, Denny Hamlin, Kevin, oh, not Kevin Harvick, cross that one out, uh, Martin Truex Jr. and Alex Bowman. So there is the possibility that, Let's just throw out the fact, what if Alex Bowman doesn't have the year that Hendrick wants him to have? Does Alex get cut from Hendrick, but maybe still land with Stuart Haas? Something like that, you know?
0: I could see that. Um, I mean it would be a manufacturer shift. So yeah, yeah. at that point, like maybe he could land anywhere. Um, yeah. he could land at JGR too. Yeah. I, I think so so let's go that route. Cause I don't think I don't think they're gonna resign him. Um I'm going to make that prediction, and I'm going to say that Noah Gregson's going to fill in. Um, I think – I don't know what his contract is like at uh, Legacy, but I can't imagine that he signed more than like a two-year deal. So um, I think he could probably get out of it, and then you move up. You know, you use Legacy as kind of a, a building block for Hendrick. Right. Um, and you bring up Josh Barry or you bring up somebody else from JRM. It just becomes a a natural stepping stone. Um, I also think that Eric Jones has proven himself. I was
1: just, that was about to be one of the ones I was going to say. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, so let's pretend you're Rick Hendrick. You're cutting Bowman, kicking him to the side. I'm sure he'll, he'll land on his feet. Plenty of open rides. Like you just named JGR is like going to (laughs) be wide open. Um, So who do you hire? You would go Jones first because he's proven.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And people I think forget, that's the but, right choice. Yeah. And we talked about it on, on my offseason podcast with the dynasty draft. But like, Eric Jones is not as old as you think he is. He's 26 years old. Like, I think he's a year, like a year or two older than Noah, I think. Um, that's maybe, not, maybe it's not right. He's a year or two older than somebody else who's like a rookie. I'm drawn a blank on who it is. But, anyways, the point of the story is Eric Jones is not as old as people think he think he is. And he's been around for a while. He's already been at a top ride, got knocked down is slowly building his way back up. Um, I think I've referenced this a million million times, but I came across that Reddit thread where Del Jr. did AMA, and somebody asked Del Jr., if you were to go to Cup and you could start a team of four cars, who would be the drivers you could pick if contracts weren't in play? And his four drivers were like – it was like Tyler Reddick, Josh Berry. I'm drawing back on the third one, but the last one was Eric
0: Jennings. Um, Noah. Did you say Noah? I don't think it was Noah. Maybe he left Noah out. You don't have to pull it up. He might have notably left Noah out, and I think that might have made some waves. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Jones, that Jones boy, it, it makes sense. Um, where I was going to go with it was I think that's the right choice. I think Noah is the more marketable, like, marketable or like sexy choice, like the big yeah. splash because yeah. he's got the fan base. You know, Jones fans are there, but they're not. There's not as many as as Noah Gregson fans, and and you know, that speaks. I don't know what the you know sponsorship situation is, but obviously Black Rifle loves Noah. Uh, that has to mean something, as we know for, for all these drivers. Um, sponsorship money talks, so that could steer him into that ride. But I go back to what I said. I agree with your choice. I think Jones would deserve that spot. If uh, deserve plays a factor in it, or if that even exists, um, it's just I think it'd be a lot tougher than yeah. than that than to make. William Byron was the other driver, by the way. that'll that oh, really be Big. Either. Okay. Yeah. So you named a, a few other big holes there. I mean, I think we can expect Truex to probably follow Harvick into the uh, sunset yeah. here this year. I think he was planning on retiring this year like i think he wanted out yeah. and they, they let him stay around or he they asked him to stay around that was my theory uh anyway so let's pretend that he's out and actually let's nip the the hamlin thing in the bud they have to resign deadman hamlin right don't you think like they, they can't let that go
1: let's table that for a second Let's. Okay. let's, finish. Right. <laughs> let's
0: right. i was gonna i was gonna say let's sure that up and let's go to the 19 but no we're, okay, not, let's we're gonna let go sure to
1: 19 <laughs> let's do it um yeah, so I guess you're hinting at the fact of Truex leaving. Obviously, who's going to replace him? Um, I think John Hunter, obviously, that's, is a can- is I'm a going. is a candidate. Uh, me personally, with some bias, hopes that maybe Reddick could, if he's not signed like super long term, do they just call him up? Um, Say Reddick? Yeah. Wait a second. You think that. 23-11. I, I don't think. No, I don't. But I'm saying from a fan standpoint, he, he made this lateral move, right? So oh, if okay. if I want him to move up, that's that would be the seat that I kind of hoped he was going to get
0: other than 23-11. Gotcha. Well, so, you know? so here we go, right? Let's go back to that Reddit conversation. <laughs> if that's the case, you shot yourself in the foot, dude. Like you could have stuck around Yeah. being a, a team player on the eight car, and then you got the seat that you wanted. You can't. First of all, we can't treat 2311 as if there's some sort of minor league uh for feeding into right, to yeah. JGR. They are trying to be their own deal. Just yes. because they have that affiliation doesn't mean that he's he's going to move up. Like right. slide him up. So that's where I was that's where I was jumping down your throat there, but um if Reddick man, if that were to happen, so I guess I guess where you're going with that is Reddick moves into the 19 Hamlin slides into the the 45 to, to drive for himself. And then, Except it
1: wouldn't be the 45. It'd be the 11 because they're 23-11.
0: So That's you think he would literally, get his number?
1: It's literally the name of the team. You've got to think, right? At some point, they're going to want that number to come with them. FedEx is all of a sudden talking about not coming back. A year ago, would we have really sat here and said, oh, Kyle Busch is leaving? No no doubt Kyle Busch is leaving. Right? I mean, I mean it's
0: a good point. I'm I like the, the theory. <laughs> I like the theory. If that were to happen, Tyler Reddick, man, I mean, that's that's a wild career trajectory, um, yeah, yeah, or a career resume, I guess. Uh, but I guess you're not really ruffling feathers if the owner gets to drive for his own car. Um, when is so? When is Bubba's contract up? Do you know? Because I, I think he just signed an extension. If I'm not he mistaken. Did.
1: I'm pretty sure. Okay. I looked well, this up earlier. Yeah. So on actually, I guess literally like a month ago in December, it was announced that he signed a multi-year extension.
0: Okay. So he's there because I, I was thinking at some point they're going to have to cut ties with him if he doesn't perform like now. Yeah. Um, but all right. So I think there's there's a, a world in which Denny Hamlin does drive the 11 car. 423 racing next year uh and i guess if that would have to result in tyler moving to to jgr so i see it i'm not baffled by it I, I think that does exist if if it was up to me if i was joe gibbs i would sign denny for two more years uh fill the 19 car with john hunter and then in two years take reddick like, do the swap you know what I mean? Just that's say, yeah. say to Denny, Hey, I, I need you. I need to win a championship with you, man. You've been here forever. No championships. I need to win a championship. You're my guy because if you don't have him, then your roster is looking like what Christopher bell. So let's say that swap happens now, Christopher bell, Tyler Reddick, John Hunter, and who am I missing? Ty I Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah. I mean, that's like a hell of a, young situation but you need you can't let the kids run the daycare man you need somebody there to be like not as a uh, not even trying to joke but like as a stable human being like to lean on so yeah. that's where that's where i'm like no way they can let that happen but um there's a world i mean we've we've seen it this is this is you're, crazy your
1: your your idea of like two years from now makes more sense than mine but i just we had to like Put some skepticism out there, right? Like the Hamilton. Gotta take swings. <laughs> Gotta
0: take swings. Yeah. So did we touch on all the major rides that would be open, or you ripped off a bunch earlier? Did we miss any to speculate on?
1: Uh I don't think I have anything else written down. I got some one more like kind of off season y thing to talk about for twenty twenty four. But yeah. If we're done with all make sure we're all I guess we're done with all the cars first. I think we are the
0: I think we talked about anybody who we would possibly see in the cup series as far as we see it right now, January 12th, 2023. Well, and you hinted Uh, at,
1: you hinted at, so like, all right, you said Gregson to take over for Bowman, which would bring potentially like Barry or another name that I know you like Carson Hosevar is a Chevy driver. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the more logical move would be for him to go to Xfinity first, but there already has been talks about them wanting to keep him long-term and Potentially become a, a cup team too. I've heard that thrown around um, for who he drives who? for now. I'm kept trying to get the name of the team he drives for now. Um,
0: Tosevar. Oh, 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 sorry. Um, yeah, let me. Yeah, I don't know why it's lost on me. Escaping me too. Uh, nice. Bad radio. Yeah, nice. Um, so they're trying to make a, a cup bid. You're saying they're they're trying to get a charge. There was
1: there was little. Sprinkling of, of that they were looking into a charter similar to like Dell Junior has been. I don't think it's I don't know if anything's going to come to fruition, but there was apparently some r- uh, report out there that if they were to get a Cup charter, they would bring Hysfar with them to Cup.
0: I mean, he's their team. Yeah. Like if they don't have him, they got nothing. Um, if I'm Carson, I'm looking. So now we're going like six ways to Kevin Bacon <laughs> here. But um, if I'm Carson, I'm hoping that. Bowman doesn't get resigned. Jones slash Gregson move over to the forty eight spot opens up on Legacy. Uh, one of the JRM drivers moves into there, and I yeah. s- sign with JRM, and then yeah. JRM goes it gets a charter in a future season, and then now you've got Carson Hosovar as your driver of the future for JRM in the Cup Series. That is wild, uh, but not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, and I think it's, it's very realistic.
1: Yeah. And even, even if it's not with the ending of JRM getting a charter, if he's
0: landing at JRM, it's a good pipeline to get to the exactly. cup level. He, he's so. in the minor leagues. Yeah. For yeah, their roster. So, um, yeah, that's the fun part. That's why we like, yeah, that's the type of stuff like we would send to each other, you know, for yeah. anyone who's listening to this. Like, you know, Chris is my silly season guy. That, that is, <laughs> that's why this is, uh, fun to me. Um, And, you know, this more recent silly seasons of the past have been more crazy. So, it, you know, we're not wearing a tinfoil hat anymore. We're really kind of predicting realistic things, even though it sounds crazy. So, yeah. Anything else to add for 2024 before we wrap it up here?
1: It's not necessarily NASCAR related, but it is also. But just today, I don't know if you saw this. About an hour before we started recording, Kyle Larson confirms to be in the Indy 500,
0: 500. in 2024. How cool is that? Very cool. So, did he confirm that he's he's got a ride, or he's like looking into it?
1: Uh, it's confirmed. He uh, posted his own video announcing it. So that's gonna. So he's running the double. I guess so. Right? I mean,
0: I don't think. He's not going to take a break from cups so i would assume <laughs> <laughs> that what so who was the last guy to run the double was it Kurt a Kurt. few years ago yeah that was so fun to follow and i am pumped like when he, when i saw that he was looking into it i was like oh like i guess he's trying to look for somebody to to take him on um i didn't realize he had a confirmed ride that is going to be awesome i love because it just brings so much first of all it brings the two excuse me brings the two sports together that day like even though it's the greatest day in motorsports like we say it to have that thread connecting indy and nascar on that day is just awesome so love that that's happening and you know kind of getting your name out there and you're getting nascar kind of like in there when it's their super bowl right so all of those eyes that are tuning in to watch that race are going to hear about Kyle Larson and he, he's a cup champion in the NASCAR and he's running the Coke 600 later that night. Can't go wrong. So good on him.
1: So the official, uh, the official news article actually says um, his entry is going to be coned by Hendrick and carry the title sponsor of HendrickCars.com, And the manufacturer or team is going to be Aaron McLaren is who he's driving
0: for. Wow. That's interesting. So that's 2024, and lot to look forward to already. And it's not even in the season yet. Um, that's cool stuff. I'm yeah. I'm excited for that already. Really awesome that he. I mean, just talk about a guy who loves racing. Like that's Kyle Larson. He yeah. doesn't matter what it is if it has a wheel, he's driving it. So, um, very cool. It'd be a good representation. He, he's a perfect driver to have uh, representing NASCAR in that race. So, hundred uh, percent. See how he does compared to the other doubles, Tony and and Kurt. I don't remember uh, people before that, but um, can't be too many.
1: No, and he's on the fifth. I'm pretty sure that's trying to complete the feat. So
0: Kurt did pretty damn good, if I remember. But uh, I think he was running well in the 600 and got wrecked late, maybe or something. But yeah, uh, he he put up a good showing and then kind of lost it towards the end. But um, I could see Kyle really. Doing some damage,
1: yeah. So. And you gotta be, you gotta think that Jimmy's giving him some pointers too. Like, hey, here's what I learned. You know, yeah,
0: for sure, so. for sure. Um, or do, if you're Kyle, do you even want that? <laughs> Thanks, pal. I'll, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, well, Chris, I appreciate it. We've been going long here. I'm taking up a large amount of time here on your Thursday night. Any, uh any other thoughts for 2023? 2024 or nascar in general right now
1: um two and a half hours in i'm a little brain dead um at this at this point i'm just ready to get some odds posted um let's get some betting going on the clash the 500 let's just get some stuff get get back to it get back to the swing of things and and get back to our normal normally scheduled programming on sundays you know
0: that's right need Need something fun to look at when you wake up. That's, that's how I uh, live my life. Look, wake up, look at the odds, just kind of noodle on things and go about your day. But have you uh, placed uh, a 500
1: up. bet yet
0: future? Yeah. It's, it's becoming my, uh, so I, 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 when I get some free bets around the okay. uh, yeah. whole season, I it's my like new year's Eve tradition. I place a free bet on Ryan Blaney. Um, uh, so I took him 12 to one and I also took Chris Busher 4,000. Um, okay. and, uh, I, I mentioned how I took almondinger championship bet. I don't think I took him to win the 500 yet but uh, I'll probably do that too but yeah so to win the 500 it was Busher and Blaney Blaney so far how I've got
1: you? I got Kyle Bush at 25 to one because that number just seems ridiculous
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I've got Eric Jones at 50 to one.
0: Oh 50 to one. I'm gonna have to hit that as soon as we get off here <laughs> yeah. yeah that's if you can still find it it's come down since okay. All right. Yeah. I know in, in where you're at, uh, our books are a little bit different, but, um, I'll definitely be giving him a look. It's we're getting, now you're getting the juices flowing, man. This is, this is going to be fun pretty soon here. So Chris, I appreciate you joining me first time on the, the show here on the YouTube side as well. Um, so sticking around, it's just, we love talking silly season and obviously two and a half hours proves that. So, um, to hang with me that long, uh, I'm in your debt. So appreciate that. And, Looking forward to this season, man.
1: Absolutely, and it's an honor. Honestly, I love being on your show. It's, it's, I bring it up every time, and this is what got me started doing this in the first place was coming on your show just as a fan. Um, so it's, it's cool to, to still have this now actually like a friendship, you know, like we've actually met yeah. in person and and we text. Yeah. We're at text level now. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, this is this is awesome. I love coming on. I could have went another thirty minutes talking. Steal season, make this three hours make it a, make it a Rory episode um,
0: <laughs> the Royal Morning uh, yeah.
1: yeah so anyways yeah I appreciate it it was, it was a lot of fun
0: yeah well thank you for that and uh, good luck with the flag hunting pod getting going trying to you know bounce back from Colin last week on the, the golf side and uh, we'll be looking forward to any preseason stuff you have coming into the NASCAR season so thank you Chris and um, thanks to Anyone listening and watching, appreciate it. Remember, like I said, uh, keep your ear to the ground here. We're going to be releasing a, a season bet uh, win total episode some point in the next month or so, getting ready for the 500. So um, remember, drive fast, take chances, and we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.